The following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school wrestling. Tonight, two of the top teams in the state duel at Kearney High as the Bearcats battle the Grand Island Islanders. High school wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Well, we've got a lot of action going on right now at 52. Doty almost pinned himself. Yeah. Getting out the back door and getting the reversal will be Trevor Bigelow. Bigelow just kept moving there. Uh, Doty was leg riding and just got himself in a ton of trouble. Six to one now, 20 seconds left. Not only does tonight's duel features two of the top teams in the state, but it will be the final varsity action ever in the current gymnasium. One of the state's best rivalries will close out in the old barn tonight as Carney battles Grand Island. All the action is coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first to do Tech Seed pregame show, we'll join KKBR Sports Director Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from Kearney High right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening, everyone, from Kearney High School. It is time for an historic night between two outstanding rivals. The Kearney Bearcats and the Grand Island Islanders will duel for the final time in a gymnasium that has been open for 56 years. This is the final high school wrestling activity that will be held at Kearney High School. We still have districts and all that to go, but nothing will be hosted here at Kearney. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, one of the young men that wrestled here and now coaches at UNK, Mark Bauer, will join us in just a moment. And we're going to talk with Tom McCann here in just a second as well. But not only are they the second and third ranked teams in Class A, uh, Larry, you've got a very good matchup here. It's an historic night. It's, what, it's the way it should go out. Yeah, no question. And, Doug, I said it to you a minute ago. I don't think it's hyperbole to use the word historic. You've got two of the absolute hammers in Class A for the last 50 years that are going to go at it tonight. They're 40 miles apart. They don't like each other. Been a great rival. The coaches have made it that way over all these years. The things that have gone on in this sport, in this gym, are a big deal. Having been somebody that wrestled in this gym, in this duel, in this rivalry, I can't tell you what it means. Well, of course, Larry, uh, an alum of Grand Island, we talked a little bit about that during the Carney High Invite throughout the last few years, but a man that is uh, coached in this gym more than anybody else is Tom McCann, and he's gracious to be here. And, uh, Tom, I know you wouldn't have missed this for the world. Thanks for some time. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's been uh, quite a few years right, that uh, I've been in this gym competing in this as a coach, and... Uh, you know, it's, it's like was stated, there's been quite a few great athletes come through here and wrestle in this gym. Um, you know, just so many. And, you know, Grand Island was one of those teams that you just did not want to lose to. There are so many uh, great memories, I'm sure, in here, and time marches on. But uh, just your thoughts as uh, the old barn comes to a close here tonight. I know there's way too many memories to, to list, but I'm sure there's still a couple out there for you. Well, I think one of the 
the biggest one would be one of the big ones. When we had Henry Harmony weighing 310 as a senior wrestling uh, the heavyweight from Grand Island and went about 275. I, th I think he was an All-American football player. Uh, Joe Hostler. Joe Hostler, probably. Yeah, State yeah. champ. Yeah. And, and, and those two guys, when they hit each other, I mean, and they landed on the mat, the whole place shook. It was That was one of those you'll never forget. Uh, there's just so many. It, you know, just... Uh, uh, from the lightweights to the heavyweights, uh, so many close matches. We'd get on a roll for a few years, and then they would stop it, and they'd get on a roll, and then it would be back and forth. And, uh, you know, Grand Island's had such a good program over the years. You know, one of the neat things that makes this rivalry what it is really were the coaches. I wrestled for Coach Froling. Of course, Coach McCann had this thing forever. Both Hall of Fame guys. The neatest part about it was, is it was a nasty rivalry inside there. It really was. You never wanted to lose to somebody from Carney ever. I can remember every match I ever wrestled in this place. But what made this one special is Tom McCann from the time I was in junior high to right now as a 41-year-old man treated me every time I saw him as though I was one of his athletes. And that was one of the neat things about this rivalry is as hated and fiery as it was, it really was a fraternity. Well, yeah, you know, I uh, remember taking a couple of Grand Island kids to a camp that uh, I was uh, helping work down in Texas with Henry Harmony. And uh, I probably shouldn't tell this story, but the next year at the state meet, one of our guys got uh, got beaten in the semifinals by a Grand Island kid, got pinned by him. And that kid came over and he shook my hands. He said, uh, thanks, Coach, for uh, helping me learn that move last summer. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I never told our kid <laughs> that, but that is a true story. And the Grand Island kids were competitors. They were good kids off the mat. And, uh, you know, on the mat, they were fierce com competitors. And Kirk Foling was uh, a coach that, uh, you know, he, he had some great kids and worked them well. And, and uh, he was a, a good coach that uh, is in the Hall of Fame. And, and uh, you knew when you competed against those guys, they were going to be in shape and ready to go. And Tom, I know uh, Tom McCann, a former Carney High wrestling coach, who's definitely doing a great job helping out at UNK. Uh, you've got to be pleased that the tradition continues here. Carney currently ranked second in Class A. Oh, yeah, it's great. Ty's doing a great job. And, you know, to see uh, Carney uh, on a winning track is what, you know, you really like to see. And, and uh, and then working with Coach Bauer, you know, who's a former Carney graduate and um, Hall of Famer and NCAA Coach of the Year three times, doing such a great job. It's just a pleasure to work with him down at UNK. And and then uh, Joey Morrison, the head coach at uh, <laughs> at Grand Island now, he's student taught under me up here at Carney High. So uh, he went with me to China this past summer when UNK's team went over there. He was on the team with some guys from Grand Island and took a team over and and uh, matter of fact we had a chance to climb the great wall and from uh, the ground level up to the fourth tier where the turnaround point is we counted each and every step joey and i 1724 steps it took a long time and it was quite a climb but but joey's a great coach and uh, you know I, i'm sure this rivalry will continue in the new gym next year and um it's, uh, it's kind of a, a bittersweet moment in this gym, but it's nice to see such a large crowd and such great enthusiasm from the students. It's great to be here. Well, Tom, we appreciate you giving us a couple of minutes. I want to let you go soak in the atmosphere and watch the duel here tonight. And uh, thanks for all you have done and continue to do for the sport. Appreciate it, Doug. That is Tom McCann, the longtime head wrestling coach here at Kearney High. Getting ready for Kearney 
and Grand Island. High School Wrestling is brought to you in part by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed Dealer. We'll be back and take a look at tonight's matches in a moment. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker, Mark Bauer, our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, back at the studio getting ready for an iconic night here at Kearney High. Kearney and Grand Island getting ready to be introduced, and we welcome in UNK wrestling coach Mark Bauer, who was so gracious to pinch hit for us in the Omaha Scut duel, and it was so great to have you back here, Mark, and uh, what a historic night here. It really is, and uh, I tell you what, by the looks of the student section, if we need anybody to step in or fill in, We've got about 50 people over there in the student section are ready to jump in as well. But this is an exciting time. Uh, you know, great rivalry between two high schools that have dated back decades. And uh, I have a feeling that they're going to come out all fired up, ready to go, and, and get after it. Talk about your time here at Kearney High. You know, it's kind of funny. I was reminiscing earlier with my younger brother who lives down in Texas. And I, I told him, you know, I'm heading up to the duel tonight. It's the last home duel at the uh, Kearney High School gym. And he goes... What was that, 32 years ago? <laughs> and uh, he wanted to know, he goes, do you remember the first kid you wrestled here? And I do. I remember wrestling a young man from Lincoln East in a duel here. And I think I wrestled that same kid three times in the first three weeks of the season that year. Uh, but again, back in 1984. And, you know, I had some special times in this, this gym. I uh, went in a couple different Kearney High Invitational tournaments and, and wrestled a lot of duels here. So it's, uh, it's definitely going to be uh, tough to see this go. But at the same token, I know everybody's fired up for the new high school as well. Well, we will get into uh, what's going on here tonight. Let's take a look at uh, the 182-pound is where things are drawn out. We'll look at the wrestlers as they should be put out here on the mat. But, Larry, uh, uh, there is definitely one marquee match tonight. But give us some of the highlights here, what you think uh, of tonight's duel. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I, I do think both these guys are probably going to take this thing straight away. Uh, I don't know that you'll have a ton of moving. You know, 38 and 45. Could be a spot if they had to, if Carney'd bump. Uh, you know, those guys have wrestled before. Uh, but, of course, Carney has owned the head-to-head matchups, Doug, uh, this year in this thing. They've won the head-to-head matchups with Grand Island. Grand Island has not beaten Carney in very many head-to-head matchups. So this thing could come to the 152-pound match that we'll talk about in a little bit. Well, obviously, uh, the pregame has uh, got underway here. I can't believe that there would be another duel anywhere at any school at any time that had this kind of attendance, this kind of student uh, rowdy reaction. It is singlet night tonight. There are well over 200 youngsters here uh, wearing their singlets in the rowdies tonight. Mark, what would you do to put the Bearcat singlet back on tonight? I can just tell you what I'd do to put that slick purple one on and do it in this gym tonight. 
Well, I definitely have to lose a few pounds to see. Oh, God, I look like thing. a plum. Get serious. <laughs> no, I tell you what, uh, it'd be an honor, obviously, yeah. I, you know, to, to represent this school and, and the tradition that they build here in this program. Because, you know, again, you guys talked to Coach McCann a little bit earlier, and that's where it started with that, that gentleman and, and the, the tradition that he's left here and then taken over by Coach Swarm, and he continues this. And uh, this environment, this atmosphere is so exciting to be a part of, and I think that's what you're seeing right now in the student section. Lights are off, the phones are flashing lights, and they're all cheer cheering and chanting for the team right now. Yeah, this is big time. If you don't have goosebumps right now as a Kearney Bearcat fan, you never will, as the team is going to make its way through the student tunnel here at the Old Barn at Kearney High. What Woo! an atmosphere we have got here tonight, and hopefully the wrestling will live up to that. And guys, as coaches, as coaches, how do you make sure the adrenaline hasn't already sucked out of your body right now, Mark? You know, this is the point in the year where they've been in some battles. You know, they they should be prepared and ready to go for this. And, you know, quite honestly, you know, the, the first match, that's the spark plug. That's the guy that's got to come out and set the tone for the rest of the guys. And, you know, I, I believe they're going to start at 103, I assume. Uh, one, 182. 182. So, you know, that guy's got to get out and get after and set the tone for the rest of the team. Uh, you know, at some point... For some guys, it may detract a little bit from what it is that they're wanting to do. But, but again, I want to get that guy fired up. And I tell you what, this crowd's doing it right now. Where you are starting at 182, the one thing you've probably got to do is just go and make sure that your guys at 170, 60, 52, you tell them you don't start your motor until I tell you to start it. Don't let this atmosphere get you going. You're an hour, hour and a half away. Make sure and stay calm. Don't start that engine and let the nervous energy run you out of gas before you ever get a warm-up. How excited is a Grand Island guy here in Kearney? Well, I keep turning Larry Baker's microphone down, and he's still blowing it up here this evening. Here's the way things are supposed to shape up for tonight. At 182, Kearney will send Leo Paloma against Alexia Darris of Grand Island. At 195, Andy Mason of Kearney, Eric Ortiz of Grand Island. At 220, Sean Jackson, Carney, Elmer Garay, Grand Island. Grand Island has the top-ranked heavyweight wrestler in Class A and Gage Grinnell against Lee Harrington of the Bearcats. As we roll it back to the small weights at 106, Salvador Aguirre of Carney will take on Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island. At 113, Philip Mooby of Kearney will take on Emerson Urbina of the Islanders. The Bearcats send Jordan Bober at 120 against Colton Sliva of Grand Island. At 126, Skyler Schmidt of the Islanders, Gabe Crocker of Kearney. At 132, Nick James of Kearney, Zach Kuda of Grand Island. And at 138, Ashton Aarons of Kearney and Tyler Longland of Grand Island. We'll finish up our five points bank starters right after this. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together, we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. 
Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weegis, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. All right, back to our starters, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank of Kearney. Uh, we were getting at 132, Nick James of Kearney, Zach Kuda of Grand Island. At 138, Ashton Aritz of Kearney and Tyler Longland of Grand Island. At 145, Parker James of Kearney, Blake Cohn of Grand Island. At 152, could be the match of the night, Trevor Bigelow of Kearney, Chris Doty of Grand Island. 160, Trey Gruby of the Bearcats, Tim Reese of the Islanders. And the final match will be at 170, Tommy Cuchera of Kearney and Joey Rodriguez of Grand Island. The starters brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Again, we're just moments away from getting tonight's action underway. You can also hear wrestling and all of our live sporting activities online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com, the internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Schedule a campus visit today. We're about ready to get things underway here at Kearney High. We'll take a break and begin wrestling right after this. The new year is a time for reflection and celebration. At Nebraska Land National Bank, we had a great year in 2015. We are grateful for the many opportunities we had to serve and partner with our community. As the new year begins, we are excited to see the positive changes that 2016 will bring to our schools, charities, businesses, and organizations. Here's to a new year and new chance to serve you. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker and uh, the head coach at UNK, Mark Bauer, getting ready for Grand Island and Carney's duel. And I guess uh, the atmosphere has all been here. We're going to get down to business in a moment. Uh, Larry, you, you broke it down. You've seen who's done what against each other. A lot of the kids in the lower weights from about 52 down to 6 have at least seen each other this year or last year. Most of the upper weights after that, they have not faced off this year. No, no, and I think Carney's got to get it going in some of those. You know, we talked about Carney's got kind of a uh, an advantage in some of these, but they're going to need to get it going in, in, in these uh, first several weights. You know, Grant Allen brings in the number one rated heavyweight in the state of Nebraska, and Gage Grinnell 
So some of these first matches, and Coach Bauer talked about it a minute ago, it is so important in one of these duels to start the avalanche and not try to stop the avalanche in one of these. And Grand Island's going to send a freshman out. The Darius boy is a legit kid. He's real young, blocky, tough. He's not a pushover here. They're going to send a good freshman out right away. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader, contact Terry and Jason Stark, our New Tech Seed dealer near you. Mark, you look around here, and you're one of them, but we talked about it. Officials, coaches, how many of them either have Carney High or UNK ties that are in this building tonight? We tried to do a little counting on their bench over at Carney and, and between uh, Joey Morrison over in Grand Island's bench. We've got about 14 All-American honors uh, in this gym tonight, including one of them being Bryce, Dr. Bryce Abbey, one of our officials tonight, four-time All-American, three-time academic All-American. So we expect great things from the officiating crew tonight. And, and three national, three of your national champions from UNK that you coach. That has to be kind of cool to look out tonight, coach, and be able to see a bunch of guys that, that, that are that accomplished that you coach. It is, it's great, obviously. You know, each one of those young men have gone on and led very productive lives and done great things, not just in their communities, but also for the sport of wrestling. It's great to see them giving back, whether it's officiating, coaching, in some capacity, and, and, and that's outstanding, it really is. Well, the head coaches, as we said, Ty Swarm of the Bearcats, Joey Morrison of Grand Island, Bryce Abbey, Eric Weisdorfer are going to be doing the officiating uh, here today, and what a great crowd we have on hand here. The first match at 182 pounds will be Leo Paloma of Kearney and Alexia Darris of Grand Island. And without mentioning the names or the specific weights, Larry, I'm sure you have already figured out what the final score should be. If it was done on paper, what would it be? Ooh, I, you don't have to give me the score. Who's favored? I think Carney's favored. Carney's won all the head-to-heads. All right, we are underway, and we're glad you're along with us here on Classic Hits. And on the first mat of the night, a takedown for Carney High is Leo Paloma. And I, and I will tell you, Doug, Paloma looked good there. This is a tough place to wrestle also. We've talked about uh, the pageantry, whatever, but just know this is not, not an easy place. Carney's the king of the chant. They start them like nobody else, and they can get loud and make you feel rough. Mark, what, is, what did Joey Morrison tell his kids? Well, you know, it, it comes down to routine and performance. They got to stay focused on their performance. You know, you, you know, honestly, when you're out there competing, you don't hear the crowd. You don't hear what's going on. You're very focused. In fact, sometimes as a coach, you have a tough time just getting through to them, you know, when they're out competing because they are so focused and so zoned in on what's going out on the mat. And there we get an escape right there from Grand Island. So now it's close to one here, and it's early still. But and, Leo got off to a good start with that nice early takedown. And they did do a switch for Grand Island. It is Joey Rodriguez going at 170, so that means Darris is expected to go at 182. Right. I was going to say this isn't the Darris boy as he come out. Uh, but he, I, that, that escape is so important here uh, to get that escape. Don't get ridden out. You put yourself in a position here where a takedown puts you right back in it later in that match. And Rodriguez... Gets the escape, goes in on a weak shot, 30 seconds to go first period, and Paloma of Carney leads it 2-1. to one. And since the escape, not a whole lot of activity, Larry. No, there hasn't been much done. There was one quick flurry on the edge of the mat that did result in the takedown. There, Paloma half commits to a shot. Down to short time with 10 seconds to go. 
And it looks like that's going to be the score here as we go to the uh, second period. When you give up that escape off your takedown with a minute left, you really need to get on your offense and turn that into a 4-1 lead. And again, as we talk about so many times, not knowing, we know Paloma's got a little more experience out there. Sometimes it's not about winning the match. It's not getting pinned. It's not giving up the bonus points. And that's always important in a duel. Yeah, Plomo didn't get rattled there after he gave up that escape. Even Rodriguez had a nice, deep double shot. Plomo, with his leverage, just pulled him up and got, you know, got out of that situation. Seems to be wrestling very confident right now. Uh, but, again, this is a situation. Grand Island's down on the bottom. Rodriguez, he's got to get up and get out of there, tie this thing up to give himself a chance, and he's got to keep the pressure on him. Rodriguez did take bottom to start the second period. Paloma's up 2-1, to one, and they've already wrestled 30 seconds here, and Leo has controlled it so far. And you don't want, if you're uh, Rodriguez, you need to move. Paloma's really long, and you don't want him to give him a chance off those fresh starts to get started with all those levers. He needs to get going. On the edge of the mat, up around, as, as I always 25 years ago when we started this wrestling coverage. For the fans out there, I use it as a clock. They're at 2 o'clock, and they'll come out of bounds and restart. So, so far, Paloma's been able to ride Rodriguez for 52 seconds and maintain his 2-1 lead here in the second period on a restart. Yeah, and Rodriguez has got to explode here. He didn't explode the first time and just got rode for nearly a minute. And there's a caution, false start. And it's on Grand Island. And that's one of the reasons Joey's trying to get a little quick start there ahead of the whistle. You know, you teach your kids to time that whistle. You know you can give up a couple of those cautions. Third, third caution's a point. And we always try to teach our guys, you know, get, you know, try to anticipate that whistle and see if you can jump it. Because sometimes you can hit right on and get that explosive move like Larry's talking about to get off the bottom. And Rodriguez does off the whistle. Scoot out face up and we're back in the neutral position. Larry, uh, Joey's really got his arms and his hands way in, almost like an alligator arm look here. Uh, is there a strategy there, or is... Well, well the key there is, is he, he's, he's much more blocky. Palomo's long. He's got to have good defense there. If he starts getting his stuff out, Palomo's going to get to a leg. See that, how easy it is? Palomo only goes down with a half shot, but he's, it's easy for him to get to the leg because of his length. Rodriguez is the one that's got to go here. He's got to treat this as he's down one to, or down three to two here. Yeah, because Paloma will get choice in the third period. So two two, you always assume an escape as a media guy or a radio guy. That doesn't always happen. We saw it just Saturday when we were at the Lou Platt. But it looks like uh, again, not a whole lot of action here at the end. Paloma shakes one off and uh, goes out of bounds. He had Rodriguez off balance, but they went out of bounds. Yeah, just like Larry referred, you know, referenced here, you know, the length of Paloma is really causing fits for Rodriguez. He's actually taking shots that are way too far away and just telegraphing. It's like, here I come. And he's got to get in closer and work his hands and stay active and try to get his shots. You know, Rodriguez has a great build. I tell you what, Coach McCann would be like, that guy's got to be a wrestler. Yeah, no kidding. And the thing is with that build, it looks like if he would get an angle and move his feet, He's powerful enough to be able to do something, but as you said, he's taking that shot straight on too far away. He's got to create an angle. And Palomo just looking stronger. He bases up and gets his escape. So Palomo, 10, 15 seconds into the third period, gets the escape, and it's Palomo of Carney 3, Rodriguez of Grand Island 2 in the first match of this final ever wrestling event at the Carney High School. Again, the new high school opens next year. And we've really only seen... About one and a half good shots, both from Palomo. He had the takedown midway through the first period. 
Rodriguez has got to feel a sense of urgency here a little bit. He's down three to two. There's only about a minute left in this match, and he's got to get something going here for himself. He's got to pick up the pace. On the other hand, Plomo, he's got to keep the offense going too. He can't shut things down because you're going to get caught on your heels. And if you've seen what's going on out here, Rodriguez is shooting double legs. You do not want to get caught on your heels when a guy's shooting double legs. And uh, Rodriguez has just been warned to circle here. He's going to get dinged for stalling. I'm surprised that Bryce Abbey doesn't ding him, and there it is. He's basically backing off the mat, and it appears to me, Larry, the strategy is he's waiting for Paloma to take one last shot that he can throw by. Yeah, I think Rodriguez is looking for one big attack here. Uh, but he, again, there, as Coach Bauer said, it was just a very uh, a pedestrian shot. He needs to pick up the pace. I think if he'd set up one big attack here, uh, he's got a chance. 50 seconds to go in the first match. 3-2, to two, Paloma of Carney, and Rodriguez in on a shot. Paloma's too long. Paloma's going to score off this shot. He's just terribly long. And Palomo has the leg working, circling, near a takedown with 30 seconds to go. Palomo steps over. He'll have it, and there it is. Tell you what, the crowd really helped with that takedown right there. Palomo got a, an angle off of a, a kind of a bad shot. Again, he, he took a double shot, head in the center. Got to get ahead to an outside to turn a corner and create an angle for yourself. Paloma stuffed him, got a far ankle, and got, got around behind him. But I tell you what, that crowd really cheered him on there. Rodriguez gets an escape. He goes in on a bad shot. About got thrown. Only eight seconds to go. 5-3, Carney. Time will expire. Carney wins our first duel at 182. Yeah, Rodriguez just didn't do enough there. Paloma wrestled a great match. Stayed in good position, did what he needed to do to pick up three points for the Bearcats. Yeah, that gets Carney off to a great start. You know, again, we talked about being that spark plug, that fire plug for your team, and he did. He wrestled a smart match, took his shots when he needed to, got an early takedown, forced some bad shots out of Rodriguez, and capitalized later in the match. So with the three points, Carney wins the first duel to go up three to nothing. Five three, the final score, Palomo over Rodriguez, and now 195, the scheduled wrestlers, Andy Mason of Carney and Eric Ortiz of Grand Island. Yeah, Darris just walked over and sat down. So where we thought there was gonna be a bump, not a bump. Well, we'll keep our eye out for Darris to come on the backside at 170. So we'll see if that is the case. And it looks like we've got an error with the clock here. The clock did not get reset. And again, with track wrestling now, they're trying to get the right names plugged in there, which will automatically get everything restarted. So the scores table not ready at the same time as the official. A lot of adrenaline for everybody here tonight. Yeah, everybody got fired up there. Nothing better than the old school days with the guy screaming, Clark! I thought we were at the airport <laughs> yes, there for a minute, yeah. all these hand signals. Yeah. So now we're ready to go. Mason of Carney, Ortiz of Grand Island at 195 pounds. And they're a little more aggressive right off the first whistle. Well, this is a big one. This could be somewhat of a coin flip deal here. Mason in on a single leg, and he's going to get the takedown almost to the back. Almost to the back, but Ortiz was able to bounce off that hip and flatten out. Had a nice step in single there. Uh, almost changed off a little too early and almost lost it, but he was able to power through it and get the takedown. Carney's got a lot of juice right now. A lot of juice here. Uh, Mason is just rolling. You can tell he is electric uh, uh, with his attack right now, and he's looking to put him on his back. But instead, an escape for Ortiz of the Islanders, and it's 2-1, to one, but Mason right in on the single takes him right back down. 
Wow, great head position. Nice, simple step-in single. thing that he did that was really, really good there is he, he finished quickly. He didn't give Ortiz a chance to even breathe or blink. No. Took him straight down. No, in fact, didn't give him enough time to the point where Coach Morrison's upset, didn't think it should have been an escape. Wow. There is a reaction time. you got to allow that your opponent the opportunity to turn and face you before you can actually take him down again. But you're right, it was, it was close. Four to one now, Mason of Carney with 40 seconds to go here in the first period over Ortiz. You know, we talked that maybe Grand Island would have some advantages in the upper weights. Maybe the coin flip helps Carney because the crowd is so into it early on. You never know what's going to happen later on in this duel. Yeah, no doubt about it. Coach Morrison just turned to all of his bench and gave them a little bit. I think he's telling them they need to get a little bit of juice. Both guys have come out a little bit flat here. Yeah, Mason's pretty fired up, and I'll tell you what, you can tell there's a little bit of a strength advantage here as well. He's he's pretty developed young man, and he's he's uh, using all of his tools right now early to get a big lead. And if Ortiz gets this into a third period, maybe some of that adrenaline turns into fatigue, and you never know. I'm, I'm interested in these upper weights, third period, Grand Island, the way that they can react here. They're well, not going to have the same adrenaline as Carney. And a lot of people don't want to hear it, and I completely understand we want to win every match, but sometimes in a big duel if you're completely outmatched you tell him to look for a home run and wrestle from your belly, you know, uh, in that situation. Our first period will come to an end. Andy Mason of Carney 4, Eric Ortiz of Grand Island 1. And it will be Mason to choose bottom here to start the second period. It'll be interesting to see how long he rides him. It really looked like they want to be on their feet and try to do something upper body and try to hit it out of the park. Uh, does Grand Island with Ortiz. It'll be, let's see how long they ride him. Well, as you said, Mason looks stronger and it's not going to take long for him to get out of there. And he's going to put Ortiz on his back. He's going to pin him. There it is. Wow, what a move. Eight seconds off bottom to get the pin. 208. 9-0 Bearcats, that's a big start. Wow, I tell you what, he fired up off the bottom and just turned right in into him and just ran him over. I mean, it really wasn't much technique there. Just got him to his back. And I tell you what, once he got him there, he was squeezing tight. Yeah, that's a big deal. You know, we talked about it at the top. You want to start the avalanche and not try to stop it at 9-0 in a duel. That's an avalanche. You got you to put the brakes on that In thing. the upper weights. Yes. So now we go to 220 pounds here. Sean Jackson of Kearney and Elmer Gary of Grand Island. And Gary looks fired up right away here. He wants to get the Islanders some points on the board. You know, it takes one guy from Grand Island just step it up and turn things around here a little bit. But again, you got to get some momentum in your favor. Carney's taking it to him. That was just a blast double. Finished right to his hip, almost to the back there by... Uh, Jackson, that was a really nice job. Just a blast double, and now he's trying to work that arm out. Carney has been shot out of a cannon in the first 30 seconds of each of our first three matches they have scored. Yeah, they're definitely dictating the pace out here in these matches. They've come out and got three early takedowns. Puts more pressure on that guy. Gets in their mind a little bit. So he, they're doing what they need to do to, to, to start that avalanche of flowing here. No question. And now you've, Jackson's got uh, Garay's arm behind his back. Uh, in an armbar situation, he's trying to keep it legal, but this is a dangerous spot for Grand Island. And I'll tell you what, how much of our time of wrestling has been up towards the Rowdies? We did finish, we did finish just a little bit down here towards the, towards the section that we're at, but a lot of the first match 
And all of this third match so far has been up towards the noon position right by the Rowdies. And I mean all the student body has singlets on. Whether you're a boy or a girl, they all have them on tonight. And they're not all carny. They find them wherever they can find them. Now, I don't see any of them that say GI on them, but yeah. they're not all carny. There's a Husker one. There's some other high schools out there. As you said, Mark, you had a few of them that you had to lend out today. Yeah, my daughter came home last night. She's like, Dad, do we got any singlets rant laying around? Of course, of course, we had about 25 of them I thought around you were house. smarter than that, yeah, dear. I know. She was Snapchatting all these pictures out to her friends. It's like, who wants one? And so then the frenzy began. And again, they're doing the singlet night. It's senior night. It's the final duel here. They've been fortunate enough to have uh, Columbus here this year. They had Scott come in that we had earlier this month. And, of course, the granddaddy of them all here, the Islanders. Now, not much has changed here since the takedown. We had a restart, and Ortiz hasn't been able to do anything off the bottom, Larry. No. I mean, he got taken down, and it really, he's, he's done more fighting not to get turns than he has to get out. It's been survival, and he's going to go right back down with his choice. Yeah, you know, Jackson uh, really did a nice job of securing him down to the mat, but really... I, you know, he's looking over at coaches trying to figure out, how do I turn him? How do I turn him? He got his arm on his back, couldn't get him turned. And so now, I, you know, again, this is an opportunity for him to get up and get out of there. And they gave it to him. They let him up. Yeah, I think they probably think they're going to go back to that double. So an escape for Garay because Jackson just decides, let's start neutral. So it's 2-1, to one, Sean Jackson of Carney at the start of the second period here. Jackson has real nice body fakes. I think that's how he sets his uh, blast double up, just getting them getting their motion up and down, and when that guy start going up, they can get him. Oh, Garay in on a bad shot, and he ends up on his back, and he's in trouble. Yeah, that was just a simple pancake. He just fell right to his butt. I think he was, Garay was trying to make something happen, got out of position. I mean, obviously, it was not good position at all because Jackson just ran him right over again. It and there's a minute and a half left, Doug. Garay is fighting, but it just looked like when he came in, he slipped. It looked like he stopped. He thought, oh, this is a bad shot, and he slipped, and bam, on his back. Yeah, Jackson's got to stay teed out in this position. He needs to get his chest back a little bit. He's a little high. If he could just settle back a little bit, he would get those shoulders to go down. Look at the Carney bench. All 300 coaches are right here <laughs> facing Sean Jackson, who's looking right at them. He's, He's circled 360. He's done a complete 360. There's the pin. And Carney right now blowing out Grand Island 15-0 through three matches. Yeah, 15 to nothing. That's like, you know, 28-0 in the first quarter in a football game. That's a big deal. When when most generally in all these big matches coming up, they're going to be three-point matches. One of the things Grand Island's got to be careful of here, they cannot go out and win this duel with one match. No and question. Gray was trying to wait, you know, make things happen. And getting out of position is not a good thing because, again, you get ran over, you trip, you fall, whatever. It, it, it just makes it worse for your entire team. Well, we need to take a break here at some point, but they're moving right along, and we do want to mention that that only injury that we had here tonight was Grand Island's 220-pounder Brett Garcia, a state-rated wrestler, which you can tell right there may have made a big difference in this team duel. Well, they had to start moving the lineup because of it, Doug. They couldn't go out and wrestle it straight up. They had to try to find some points out of the deal. Well, we get to heavyweight. Gage Grinnell of Grand Island is ranked number one in Class A. Lee Harrington of Kearney. Coach Ty Swarm says of all the so-called underdogs, he thinks Lee might be able to wrestle here, but there's a single pick right down for a takedown. And for the first time tonight, the Islanders have the lead in a match. 2-0 on the Grinnell takedown, a minute 30 to go in the first. Really solid technique by Grinnell there. Step in single, 
and finished it quick. He finished it without breaking his hands. That's a phenomenal technique. That's technique you see at a collegiate level. Harrington does get the escape. A minute 20 to go in the first period, two to one. Grand Island's got to get bonus out of Grinnell here. Grinnell's a great wrestler, solid technique, uh, very well put together for a heavyweight. Harrington really trying to force the issue here, and Grinnell trying to get off to the side and throw him down for two more. Two to one. Islanders, a minute to go here in the first period. Leo Paloma, Andy Mason, Sean Jackson, all winners already. Tell you what, Harrington's not backing down by any not means. I think he's still feeding off of this momentum that Carney has right now. And I know Grinnell's trying to do everything he can to turn the, turn the tables here. Well, because one of the things is you think about it anyway. Man, beat the number one guy in the state right here in front of everybody. I mean, what a tremendous uh, uh, opportunity that you have in front of you. 30 seconds to go here in the first period. Still 2-1. to one. Grinnell of Grand Island with the early takedown and hasn't really taken a big shot since then, since the escape. No, and you don't want your wrestler to do that. You don't want him to go out and, and, and not have a lot of attacks. Get going. You're clearly the better guy. The only way that's going to happen is if you pull the trigger. And towards the edge of the mat, they'll step out with one second to go in the period. So Gage Grinnell of Grand Island, a 2-1 lead over Lee Harrington of Kearney as they go to the second period here at the heavyweight division. Again, recapping Leo Paloma of Kearney. We started at 182, a 5-3 win over Joey Rodriguez of Grand Island. Andy Mason of Kearney pins Eric Ortiz of the Islanders in 208. And Sean Jackson of the Bearcats pins Elmer Garay of Grand Island in 307. So it's Kearney 15, Grand Island nothing. And to start the second period, Harrington will be on bottom for the Bearcats. It is out in no time. 2-2. Yeah, and you feel good about yourself if you're Harrington. It's two to two with the big stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of juice that can get you there. Yeah, he's, he continues to stay active here the entire time. And, you know, Grinnell's trying to find an answer for it. You know, I, I think, again, he's kind of got a little bit of a strength advantage. Grinnell does here. Uh, a little bit of a size advantage. Not much. A little bit. But, and, and he's trying to find an answer. You know, he got in on a real nice step-in single early, finished it quickly, but he has not had an answer for uh, for Harrington's aggressiveness so far. No, and, and you want him to pull the trigger. You know, one of the things you always tell your guys, however it works out, it works out. Whatever you do in the six minutes is over, don't come back to me with bullets left in your gun. You know, Leave it on the mat. No yes, regrets. Yes. Two to two. Harrington and Gage Grinnell. One minute now to go here in the second period, so we're halfway home at 2-2. Because I'm telling you, Coach Swarm is getting, and Coach Ledesma over there, they're getting exactly what they want out of their heavyweight right now. Tactician, everybody kind of setting for Grand Island right now, waiting for Gage to, to make his move. And correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but it looks like each wrestler wants to attack in a different way here. Sometimes you see similar styles. It doesn't appear to be that way. Yeah, Harrington's, Harrington's forcing upper body here, trying to control underhooks, keeping head position. Grinnell's backing out, backing out, backing out. And, they, you know, honestly, his best stuff is coming forward. Again, he's got the size advantage, uh, but he's not using that to his advantage. So he really needs to kind of start working his hands and working Harrington's head a little bit here to try to open him up. Yeah, 15. Think, Go ahead, Larry. Well, I think the thing is, off of what Coach Bauer's talking about here, Grinnell has great offense, but he's not allowed to get his offense going because Harrington's pressuring him. He's having to stave off Harrington's attacks, which isn't allowing him to get started. 
And that'll be the end of the second period. The only scoring was Harrington's escape off the bottom. So it's Grinnell and Harrington 2-2. Of course, Gage, the number one ranked wrestler, will be on bottom. They need to fix the headgear. But the whole time, it looks like Grinnell's just trying to control an arm. Control an arm out there. Yeah, that's a two-on-one rush, and it's a great a great move because it actually creates an angle uh, with your opponent. Forces your opponent to turn and face you. But again, he's really not doing anything. He's tried to pull it to the mat. Other than that, you know, again, he's he's battling here. Harrington's, you know, pulling out of that two-on-one, not allowing him, not allowing him to get get any position on him. This is KKPRFM, Carney, Grand Island, and Hastings as Grinnell comes up out of that bottom position and takes Harrington for a reversal. A reversal, not just an escape. A reversal, and it's 4-2. to two. Tell you what, Grinnell's got some good hips there. That was a short sit and came out in a very tight, tucked ball, and, his, and there was no way Harrington was going to follow him, and he followed it up with a, a reversal instead of just getting his escape. That was high level. He did a nice job there. And Harrington's able to get the escape, so it's 4-3, to three, but now it comes down to this, guys. Harrington's got to score from his feet somehow, and we really haven't seen an opportunity for him to do that against the number one-ranked wrestler, Grinnell. Well, he's put good attacks together. He hasn't been able to get to the leg, but many times at heavyweight, if you can continue to put those attacks together, you don't have to. Now Grinnell's got a leg. Oh, he's got it in the crotch, and he's going to score the takedown. Well, he got him up got him up there with the head turned, knocked him off balance, and then got what he needed. He, he really uh, used his power, Grinnell did, to get that takedown 6-3. Yeah, that's very similar to what was happening to Grand Island earlier. The, you know, he's down. Harrington's down. He's trying to make something happen. Again, gave up position and allowed him. Grinnell to get behind him fairly easily there. Harrington gets out with a minute to go, 6-4. I think so, Grinnell's looking for something feet to back or where he can take him down in position to turn immediately. They're looking for bonus here. But only 40 seconds to go. There he is back in the Russian position. He's just kind of controlling ties here. He's really not forcing much. 30 seconds to go. Trying to go back into that inside trip. Six to four, Gage Grinnell of Grand Island leading Lee Harrington of Kearney. If you're Harrington, do you gamble or do you be satisfied with the score? You know, you want to be aggressive here. You want to stay after it. You got to set up a good shot, one good attack, because that's all it takes at this point. You got to take him down. You got to ride him out. 15 seconds, Harrington trying. 10 seconds. Grinnell doing a good job. The counter. He's going to win this heavyweight battle by a score of six. To four. Oh, I tell no, they're you, they're going to give him a late takedown, make it eight to four. He got that late takedown across ankle pick, and I tell you what, if that was in the center of the mat with some time left, that probably would end it in a fall. I agree, but I think that's a win for Carney. Uh, there, I thought Harrington wrestled great. He put himself in position to win that thing at the very end of the match, and that is what you ask your guys to do. We need to take a break. You're listening to High School Wrestling, Carney Grand Island, the final match ever in the old gym. Right after this. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options, and of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you, and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. 
We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weegis, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. All right, Doug Duda along with Larry Baker and a UNK wrestling coach, Mark Bauer, back here at Kearney High. Ty Swarm's Kearney Bearcats, Joey Morrison's Grand Island Islanders. As we go to 106 pounds here, Larry, uh, we have at 106, Salvador Aguirre of Kearney. And for Grand Island, Alicio Ramirez. This was a 1-0 battle the first time they met. Well, yeah, and uh, actually, Salvador Aguirre beat Ramirez three to two, or one point. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, one point. Yep, beat him three to two early first meet of the season. Aguirre is tough. He's been rated in the top six, uh, so at different times this year, he's not currently. But this is a battle, uh, no doubt about it. And at fifteen to three, the Islanders need to start uh, making some hay here. Fifteen to three, Carney won the first three, two by pins, then. Gage Grinnell able to get the 8-4 decision over Lee Harrington. So where we're at right now, Larry, do you see a, a stretch of two or three Grand Island wrestlers that could get them back into this? Well, looking at it at 6, 13, and 20, all of them, uh, Carney won the only matchup. So Carney's got wins at all three of those. Uh, so they will be grinders if Grand Island's going to get back into it here. There were... No points scored in the first period, and so Ramirez of Grand Island takes down in the second, and he's trying for more than an escape. He's trying for a reversal on the edge of the mat. Aguirre's link's been very frustrating so far in this first period. Actually, we're starting the second period already. Um, You know, there's some advantage to also being short and stocky. You know, uh, Ramirez has that going for him, and and Aguirre's trying to open Ramirez up, trying to keep his movement going. He was in on one deep double shot in the first period, went out of bounds. He didn't score or capitalize there. But, um, again, uh, Ramirez is doing a great job of keeping square and just being solid right now. Yeah, another big Russian tie here. They're trying to get to that leg. I thought the length kept Aguirre from getting reversed, actually, there. He did a real nice job of being long and getting himself out of bounds. How come we always have Russian stuff? Did they start that way earlier than the Americans? Yeah, you know the Russians used to be really good at those things. And so we just decided to call it the Russian. Actually, I know a coach, out the former coach at Air Force, used to call that the American Eagle. <laughs> I like it. So 1-0, a minute to go here in the second period. Ramirez of Grand Island leading Aguirre of Kearney High. Aguirre taking another shot, but has not been able to finish. Now countering it, here comes Ramirez. Switched off too soon. Ramirez in on a quick little high crotch, but he doubled off too soon. He's got a travel you have to travel and let that you know play out a little bit switched off too soon and look what Aguirre did got his leverage got his hips yep. back and used his leverage so to I get out of just it just gonna say coach you can't switch that off too soon against anybody but you especially can't do it against somebody that's got a length advantage and he, uh, Aguirre immediately was able to square his hips and become long again don't forget 
more wrestling action. There's not much left to the season. Uh, we get into conference basketball tournaments next week, then the following Saturday districts, and then off to Omaha, and then the state duels back here in Kearney. So still plenty, but uh, nothing until we get to districts. We've got a busy month here of January, though, and we thank all the many fine sponsors for allowing us to cover the great sport of wrestling in a historic night here, the final wrestling action ever in this Kearney High Gymnasium that opened in 1960. I got to give Ramirez props here. I tell you what, this young man's got quick feet and some good hips because Ramirez, or uh, excuse me, Aguirre has gotten in on some deep shots, but but Ramirez is defending very well. Yeah, Aguirre just put together about 35 seconds of real attacks there, no doubt about it. This little Ramirez is a block, and you know, it was three to two at the beginning of the year, and here we are right now, one to nothing, probably soon to be one one. And a takedown is probably 3-2, maybe end this thing again. Yeah, I tell you what, Ramirez rides him out here. He picks up a, a, a huge win for this program for Grand Island because they need some momentum here. And right now, he's broken down. He's got he's got Aguirre on his belly, and he's working here on top. Yeah, Aguirre hasn't been close. Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island won Salvador Aguirre. Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island won Salvador Aguirre of Kearney. Nothing in this 106-pound dual meet. A dual match, a minute 30 to go in the match. Ramirez is a little pit bull. I mean, he's tough. Ramirez got caught there. He was uh, riding an ankle with his hand. And if you just sit there and hold on to an ankle, they're going to call you for stalling. And and uh, Bryce Abbey was quick to call that. And uh, he's wanting him to continue to work here on top. Even though it's a one-point match, he wants, to sh- he wants him to show him some action on top. Yeah, when you're up by one, you've got to show that you'll get out to the side and you're looking to turn not riding. If you're just riding him, it'll be one-to-one soon enough without an escape. How great is it to have Cindy Parr here, a professional, to take care of all the scoring? And there's the escape. So it's 1-1, a minute 15 to go. Guire got to his feet, started running his feet, and kept moving. And in last resort, Ramirez reached down for the foot, and it wasn't there because Aguirre was out of there like a cannon. One minute to go. We're tied. Yeah, and here we go. One-to-one. Both these guys have had great attacks. Who's going to be able to finish one here? Yeah, setup's really important here. Uh, a lot of Aguirre's attacks are all off of body fakes and hand fakes. Really, he tried one step in where he was controlling the wrist. Uh, on the other hand, Ramirez is doing everything from the tie. So this, are, this should be interesting. Larry, nobody scored from their feet. Will we get into sudden victory? No, I think somebody, well, 35 seconds. I thought there was about a minute or so left. Both these guys have had a ton of attacks. A restart with 30 seconds to go, or not a, a whistle restart, but they readjust in the middle of the mat here, and we're down to 20 seconds to go at 1-1. I mean, this is There he goes. Aguirre's in on a double. He's deep. Takedown, Aguirre. Tell you what, he was kind of lulling him asleep there a little bit. He's just tapping his head, tapping his head, tapping his head. All of a sudden, a good deep body fake, and he just blasted him on a double there. Romero gets the escape. Only eight seconds to go. He immediately is in on a shot, but Aguirre counters, and Carney wins. You know, I was just, as that uh, takedown was starting, I was just starting to say, many times it's a dull 1-1 match, nothing happening, or guys aren't committing. These two guys had committed the whole match. We just hadn't had one finish. I think Aguirre was kind of just, you know, in an upright stance there. I think he was trying to just think that, hey, I'm going I'm going sudden victory here. And you know what? That was a big surprise, that shot. Yeah, no doubt about it. So Carney High, 18, Grand Island, 3. We have wrestled five weight classes out of the 14. And now Carney's fourth-ranked Philip Moomy will take on Emerson Urbina of Grand Island. And uh, 
Mumi dominated this match at the Carney High invite, and he fires immediately. Yeah, he pinned him in under four minutes, Doug. And, and, and if Mumi repeats that, you're starting to put this thing out of reach. And there's a takedown already to the back, but rolling through. Got a two count, it looks like, Larry, for a near fall. Yeah, going to be four to zero here, and he just flat turned him again. Just ran a half and run him right over. Yeah, he's taking some big risk here to get big reward because he's going for the fall. This is the second time he's had him on his back now. And there it is. Oh, my. It didn't take four minutes this time. 33 seconds, Philip Mooby. Mooby recognizes the crowd. The youngster comes out and gets the pin. And Carney has almost put this duel away. Boys, they're blowing the doors off this place. Yeah, they've deflated the sales in this team right now. And, you know, again, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. It takes one guy, one guy to go out there and spark your team. And they just have not had anybody, you know, even at heavyweight. You you'd mentioned this, Larry, about that's kind of a victory for Carney, you know, the number one ranked guy. You want your guy to go out there and dominate and try to get something going for your team. But, again, there is still time left here. There is, there's a lot of match left. Well, and I think, Coach, you talked about this at the very start, how important it is in a big duel to get started. Who knows how this would be going. Carney just started with such a tidal wave that Grand Island's just been pounding the water to a froth to stay above it uh, since then. 120 pounds, Jordan Bober Carney, Colton Sliva of Grand Island. Jordan, it's kind of a step-in sweep single there. Uh, Grand Island's keeping real good position, not giving anything up. Yeah, he had Wizard wrist and he let off of it. And I think he's yet got taken down. He was in good position. He had Wizard wrist, and as soon as he let that go, he gets taken down. And Bober beat uh, uh, Sliva or Silva, excuse me, eight to five at Council Bluffs this year, Doug. So again, we have a situation where it it it's uh, Carney's won the match. And you were right, Sliva. Uh, there have been Silvas, and there are yes, Slivas, right. and I made the same mistake earlier, but Colton uh, Sliva does get the escape here, so a little action as we have had action early in each period of each match. Now, last one between uh, Aguirre and Ramirez, there wasn't uh, any scoring, but at least there was action. That's the only one that we haven't had early scoring. I tell you what, I keep wondering to myself here prior to this duel, the coaching staff at Carney's like, Let's get out and let's get that first takedown because there's only been maybe one match that I've seen so far where they haven't gone out, been aggressive, and got that first takedown. Really sets the tempo of the match for the Grand Island for the for the Carney wrestlers, and it also forces Grand Island to start taking some bad shots later in the match. No question, the Gage Grinnell match is the only one they haven't gotten the first takedown in, Coach. And the thing is, in that one, that wasn't because Harrington wasn't trying. Exactly. You know, he was coming after him. There's no doubt about it that we've seen. That's definitely a point of emphasis that was given to the Bearcats tonight. This is one area where Bober, I've actually watched this young man wrestle. He likes to come out and get that first takedown, but he kind of shuts things down a little bit. He uh, he has a lot of close matches, and again, not always a good thing to do, uh, especially when they're trying to get the tide changed here a little bit with Grand Island. Well, and late in the season, when you start getting into that district state tournament time, you have to extend leads. Yep. You have to build on attacks. If you're a three or four attack period guy, you've got to become a seven or eight attack period guy that time of year. Colton Sliva trailing Jordan Bober of Kearney two to one as we start the second period and Sliva will be on bottom. Didn't take him long to get the escape once he was taken down in the second uh, in the first period. Again, Kearney has come out on fire with a 24 to three lead here through the first six weight classes. Kearney has recorded three pins so far.
Sliva goes down here at the start of this second period. Uh, Bober got a caution, though. Uh, tried to start off with a tight waist there. Got to have your hands square on their stomach. Yeah, and sometimes you tell them, look, you got a couple to give. You can slide one across. You're not going to get them by this official, though. I will tell you that. <laughs> got a very veteran crew out here tonight with Eric Weisdorfer and Bryce Abbey. They, uh, not only do they do high school, but they get into a little bit of college as well. Boy, I will tell you, uh, big, big move there. Sliva did a great job staying off his back. Most guys go to their back in that spot. You can see he was fighting for the purple and gold there, knowing what a train wreck that would have become. Yeah, Bober about gets stacked up on that move that Larry was talking about. Yeah, Sliv has got his arm back behind his arm, body all barred up. It's tight right now. He's, you know, he's got a tight waist. This is a really kind of an unusual position here. I don't think Bober knows what to do. No, I, I think you're right. You kept seeing Paul with the other hand. He was very unsure. <laughs> and a stalemate, so we'll get a restart. I know, uh, uh, guys, uh, he's probably not listening right now. But if he is, he's all loopy because he's coming out of surgery today. But uh, a wrestling fan and a wrestling name. And just want to give a shout-out to John Klingensmith uh, tonight who is uh, undergoing some surgery today and huge wrestling fan. And I think he scheduled surgery for today so he could be at State Wrestling next month. Yeah, I talked to him this weekend. He was in great spirits, and he planned a meeting uh, on Wednesday night at the state meet, so I know he's planning on being there. <laughs> so, Klinger, get well, buddy. And here's an escape with 45 seconds to go in the second period for Colton Sliva, and we are now tied 2-2. As big a trouble as Sliva's been in a couple times in this match, he's in good shape here 2-2. He's given himself a chance. Yeah, he's got to have a little confidence right now because he had, he was definitely in a couple positions where he could have got given up some near fall. And again, 2-2, two two, time running out here at the end of the second period. He has opportunity. No doubt about it. And like you said, you know, you don't want to shut down here. Bober needs to extend. I mean, he's had Sliva in big trouble. There's a great shot. Two runs the pipe there, takes him right there. Stepped in on a nice high crotch, ran the pipe, dumped him on his rear, and got a quick finish again. That's one of the themes I've seen on both sides of the uh, bench here with these guys is both teams stepping in and finishing quickly, not giving their opponent opportunity to react or time to think. Well, the tough thing is, when wh wh whether it's pitted or you've got that leg crotched, when you give him time, then the wizard gets sunk in. There's all kinds of pressure that starts to come. If you can finish quickly, the angle that you created is still there. That was a big takedown right there for Bober. Into the second period, able to ride him out the rest of that period. So now he has a 4-2 lead, and he chooses down. So he's looking to extend this lead now. So Carney High, 4 with Jordan Bober. Grand Island, 2 with Colton Sliva. And an immediate escape here for Bober to go up 5-2. to two. This is Carney Grand Island wrestling duel, number two and three teams in the state. Here in the old barn at Carney High, Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Mark Bauer, glad to have you along with us. And online as well, across the state and maybe even across the nation for some of the alum at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Out of bounds and a restart. A minute 40 to go now. And again, Grand Island is in a position where they are down in the third period and are going to have to find a way to score. Boy, I tell you, Bober looks good. If he will increase his his uh, um, shot um, frequency, really nice shot there. He's got it up on the outside of the leg. Tell you what, he's 100% on his takedowns right now. He's got two shots, got in on the legs both times, finished both. He's in here on a third shot right now, having a little bit more trouble. Yeah, there he, he, he didn't get to his finish quite as Oop. fast. And Bober got him down. 
There's the takedown, 7-2. to Jordan Bummer up 7-2 to with a minute to go. That's a situation right there where Sliva did not need to force that. He tried to create a scramble by diving underneath and getting a hold of Bober's legs. Bober's a pretty strong young man. That's going to be tough to do on him, and, and he bailed out on it halfway through and ended up getting taken down. And, and you're right, Coach. He had actually done his job. He had, he had stemmed the tide there. You know, I always tell kids, though, that if you let somebody touch your legs, it's worth a half a point because if they touch them four times, they're going to take you down once exactly and you get two right. for a takedown. You can't let people touch your legs. And right here, Sliva continues to let Bober in. You know, Bober's been rated in the state this year. Again, not currently, but he has been in the top six. I like the way he looks on his feet. Lots of intensity. Looks very, very good. Yeah, very relaxed as well, I noticed. You know, just, you know, shaking his arms out, staying loose and, and wrestling very confident. Again, Three shots, three takedowns, and, and with that escape, he's up 7-2 to two with only 25 seconds left in this match. Our high school wrestling brought to you by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed representative. Liner knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. And he's broken Sliva down, and it looks like he's going to be able to ride him out here for the final 20 seconds and pick up another Bearcat win. Yeah, just incredibly uh, uh, efficient in, in the way Bober went about that. Jordan Bober of Kearney, 7. Colton Sliva of Grand Island, 2. Kearney, 27. Grand Island, 3. And we are now halfway through the duel. Yeah, now if you're Grand Island... You finally got him back in the lineup, your number two rated guy, two-time state placer. He's been third, he's been fifth. Skyler Schmidt, you want him to get it going. Yeah, you know, if you're uh, Joey Morrison right now, again, you know, the way the score is right now, you, you guys have got to know we're not going out looking for big stuff. If it's there, we'll take it. But don't don't jeopardize no yourself losing a match this, you know, this way. No question, because that could kill you later. Yep. In a seating meeting, it could be brutal what that would do to you. Schmidt in on a quick single, quick finish, and got, got uh, Crocker down 2-0 right off the bat here. I did like the way Schmidt looked. He was very calm, very matter-of-fact. I don't know that the atmosphere of the score bugged him. He's got a job to do here. It's late January. He knows the deal. Looking for a deep crossface here. He's trying to cradle Crocker up. He's got that crossface sunk deep. Yeah, he's doing a really nice job hooking the ankle with it, which creates spine angle. Uh, when you do that, it makes it very hard to defend. Trying to get to his feet, Crocker to get the escape, and he will get the escape. A minute 15 to go in the first, two to one. Skyler Schmidt. One thing that's unusual, and he takes a shot here. He's actually in pretty good position. He yeah. had it pretty good. Yeah, got a good escape, battled off the bottom, and then right back in on a leg attack, trying to keep Schmidt off to ba off balance here a little. Now Schmidt in on a single, and he's going to get another takedown. That's, four a, to one. that's great technique. That's a misdirection. You, you, you fake one way, get him thinking you're going one way, and then you actually change direction and hit the other leg, and we're in on a nice single. And again, another quick finish here. Yeah, yeah, when he cut that off, that finish, that was a great finish because it was the same thing. Took him one way and then just cut him right back. You're listening to Carney High and Grand Island Dual Wrestling on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. So many state champions crowned. They've all been from this gymnasium. Will there be any more this year for Carney High? They don't have anyone wrestled uh, rated number one. Uh, the highest is Trevor Bigelow at number two, coming up at 152. He'll take on fourth-ranked Doty of Grand Island. We've got a stalemate here, or maybe even some blood time. Let's see. Got a little blood time here. 
Mark, probably more for you. Usually, and you can say it with any dynasty, there's not a ton of wrestling names right now on this Carney roster. Crocker being one of them, where either their brothers or their cousins or their uncles or dads, whatever, grandpas, whatever the case may be. So uh, are we starting to see a, a new era? I mean, Coach Swarm and the crew still we would call a new era from Coach McCann, but is it a new era for Carney? And what does that say about keeping it where it's at? You know, the tradition's still there. It all it'll always be there. But yes, this is this is Ty Swarm's era. This is his time. You know, their their practice room. They've been carrying seventy plus kids in their practice room, and so you see something different going on here. Not only that, I know Coach McCann used to have an entourage of coaches. Well, look behind that bench. What is there like twenty coaches over there? You know, it's it's about numbers. It's about getting people involved. It's about having the support, not just for your entire team, but the ability to individualize and help all those kids out that need that extra attention. And uh, and yeah, so you, you look at uh, you got Trey Gruby on this team. His dad used to wrestle when I did, and so yeah, you continue to see names pop up from the past because again. They're wrestling families. Well, one of the interesting pieces here, a lot of these kids, don't forget Brian Hagen's the, the assistant, right? When Brian Hagen left Gibbon, Brian Hagen ran the Mac Cats and ran that little kids program. All these kids wrestled for Brian Hagen at one point. So there is kind of this feel, this familial piece here. Exactly. There's some continuity there. Anytime you can get continuity from your from your kids' club to your middle school program all the way up to high school, you know those guys are being trained the way you want them to be, and it's ideal for any community, any program uh, across the state, across the nation for that matter. Well, and just one last piece on that. You know, one of the things that I like is you look over there and you've got Ledesma and Rodriguez. Those kids just graduated. There they are over there with a tie on giving back. These guys do put out good people. That's correct. The blood time is over. They've cleaned it up. There was only 14 seconds left, and so they wrestled it out. Nothing changed, and at the end of the first period, Grand Island Skyler Schmidt leads Carney's Gabe Crocker 4-1. to Takedown, escape, takedown, and Crocker will be on bottom to start the second period. Just assessing things right here, right now. Schmidt needs to change things up on top. He continues to keep going back to the cross face, trying to cradle up Crocker. Crocker's having nothing to do with it, so he's got to find, Schmidt's got to find a different way to get this guy turned, and, and as of right now, he's trying to work more of a chop, but again, he's going back to the cross face again, and I just don't think it's going to happen. No, oh, and it looked to me like if he were to run that wrist there, he was going to be able to uh, tilt him up. Yeah. He had it uh, where he had it trapped, but he just uh, refuses to go to anything else here. This is something we work with our guys all the time is, is having the ability to adjust in the course of a match, and it's something you want to see, especially your high-level guys, having the ability to do that because you can't, you, you know, as a coach, you know, you can say little things or point little, you know, things out in the match that, that's going on out there that you hope that they can identify. But again, the ability to adjust on your own is huge. We're going to take a break because we have blood time again to hear from some of our fine sponsors. The Bearcats and the Islanders continue right after this. The new year is a time for reflection and celebration. At Nebraska Land National Bank, we had a great year in 2015. We are grateful for the many opportunities we had to serve and partner with our community. As the new year begins, we are excited to see the positive changes that 2016 will bring to our schools, charities, businesses, and organizations. Here's to a new year and new chance to serve you. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. 
giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, UNK wrestling coach Mark Bauer back here at the Carney Grand Island Duel and Skylar Schmidt trying to get Gabe Crocker turned here, coach. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, get, uh, Schmitz, Skylar Schmidt's changed things up here. Almost got Crocker in a tilt and, and has gone back to the cradle again, and he's within inches of getting his hands tied. But here's locked. the thing, he, he got into it from a different way, and I think that's the key. To win a state championship many times, it's not with the thing you've done all year. And if it is, you have to find innovative ways to get in back into it, and he did that there. Crocker got out of trouble. We're down to just 10 seconds to go here in the second period. It's still 4-1 to Skyler Schmidt, but Crocker chose bottom, could not score from bottom here in the second period. So we go to the third, Schmidt 4, Crocker 1. You know, we talk about faces in the crowd tonight. I see over in the corner... A legend, Dave Saylor, found an exercise bike and watching the duel, he's riding the bike with his stocking cap on. Nervous energy, man. He's getting a workout over there while we're sitting over here. Hey, guys, he's been doing it for like well over a half hour since like the start. I mean, I haven't seen him stop. Nervous energy. So let's get over here to the third period. Skyler Schmidt starts on the bottom, gets up to his feet, and immediately Crocker drops down on a leg. But look at this, Schmitz slapped in a quarter Nelson. This is tight. This is really tight here. And he opts to just go right around behind him. Crocker just puts his head down. Schmidt walks around behind and gets the reversal. So it's now 6-1 to one in favor of Skylar Schmidt. But for Grand Island, who right now may not even have a chance to win the duel, they're down 27-3 to three with half of the weights, including this. But they've got to find a way to pick up some bonus points, and you kind of need your number two guy in the state to do that for you. You know, Skyler Schmidt changed things off at the end of the last period and went to a bar arm and tried to get their arm behind the back. And now he's reverted back to trying to do his cross face again, but here he's barred him up again, so he is working to change things up on top. A lot of times, one of the things I would like my kids to do in a situation like this is cut him. You're, you waste so much yeah. energy riding, you're not going to turn him, and turn one of those takedowns into something where you can get there. Yeah, this isn't like college. You're not going to get a riding point. You know, he's up 6-1. Cut him, take him down a couple times, and, uh, you know, at least pick up that extra bonus point for your yeah. team. 40 seconds to go. It's still 6-1. to one. Schmidt of Grand Island over Gabe Crocker of Kearney. The team score is 27-3, to three, and Crocker has been warned for stalling, I mean, although he's been pretty active. Kearney so far has got at the two weights that were spooky for they could give up bonus tonight. Carney's gone out and just wrestled in both of those matches. 20 seconds to go. I mean, Skylar Schmidt's done a lot of work here. He really has on top. He's, he's been on top for probably five of the six minutes of this match so far, and he actually is out on the side working to turn an entire time, so he's really kept the pressure, pressure on Crocker the entire match. And the match will come to an end. Grand Island Skylar Schmidt, six. Carney's Gabe Crocker won just a second win so far in the first eight matches for the Islanders. Your score in the team race is Carney 27 and Grand Island 6 as we get ready at 132 pounds. Number three, Nick James of the Bearcats against Zach Kuda of Grand Island. Yeah, and James uh, again has, is rated third in the state. He beat Kuda 5-3 to three earlier in the year. Doug, they wrestled for third and fourth at the Carney High Invite. And uh, 
James beating five to three. James is really having a good year. This is one of the James boys. <laughs> now there's some youngsters that have continued to move along here and boy, some action right off the bat again. One of the things I like, Kuda was in on a shot. James had him stuffed and instead of just spinning, he kept pulling him forward and pulling him forward. You can't, then he can't get started. Kuda in on a nice shot, switches off to a double. James is not giving up. In fact, he dove under and now is coming out the backside, created a scramble for himself. Now it's whoever's, get his head up. Yeah, whoever's head's highest usually wins this battle. And it's James. And, and yeah, James's head slid right up his butt, and right there he was in good shape. That was a really nice job. You don't see enough high school kids with the guts to go ahead and do that. Yeah. We've got some pretty good scrambling going on right now, maybe the most uh, movement since the 106-pound match. Of course, in, in college wrestling, uh, that's the way most takedowns either end, uh, whether stalemate or with points. High school kids bail in that position too many times and give up the two when they don't have to. Yeah, and oftentimes, especially at the high school level, you see kids diving under. The other kid has no clue what to that's do. That's right. That's exactly right. So. And, and, and part of that, you can see, you'll get that. Of, you're going to get a reversal and maybe back points here. Yeah, Kudu with the reversal there. James held on to that position, and honestly, uh, that was probably a second or so after the takedown call. Almost uh, missed some near-fall opportunity there for Grand Island. So a ride out here by Kuda makes it, it erases the takedown entirely 2-2 two to two right now. Still 40, now 35 seconds to go here in the first period. Nick James of Kearney, Zach Kuda of Grand Island are tied 2-2 two -two at 132. Okay. Ashton Aarons and Tyler Longland would be next at 138. He's trying to make his fingers longer, Coach. Yeah. He's trying to go tight waist and grab that, uh, that arm all the way through. James is able to get the escape with 20 seconds to go, and he's quickly in on a shot. But they're going to be off the edge of the bat with 11 seconds of restart. Again, Three to two, James. You know, here's a young man, Kuda. I tell you what, this guy's got hips, and he's got quick feet, and uh, he avoided a takedown right there with only 11 seconds left in this first period. Yeah, very well. You know, we talk about that roll through. And uh, most high school kids don't. You'll see that more out of a, a school, say, like Carney. Their room is full of college guys. It's the way they wrestle. These kids are wrestling that way. In your average high school, you don't have that in the coaching staff, so the kids don't get it. That's another one of those spots you're seeing, Carney, and as well, Grand Island. But especially Carney, all those coaches have been in a wrestling, a college wrestling room for multiple years. Yeah, it's definitely a higher level technique, and it was nice to see that. Uh, looks like Kuda starts off in the bottom here, uh, start of the second period. And he's going to get a reversal if he pops the head out. It hasn't been quite awarded yet. Bryce Abbey started to, but he hasn't signaled it yet because James continues to battle. Yeah, James got a big neck wrench there. Kuda had to stick the half in. Once he laid the half in, then they could say two. Yeah, that was tight. That was tight. He had his neck all wrenched up there, and uh, Bryce... Started to signal the reversal, and then he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, because Kuda almost went over there, but he uh, fought through that position and got the takedown, got the reversal, that is. Zach Kuda of Grand Island 4, Nick James of Carney 3, restart as they come off the bat, 138 to go here in period number 2. It's wrestling action tonight here on Classic Hits. We'll get back to basketball Thursday, Wood River Gibbon here on Classic Hits, and Carney Catholic against state-rated West Point Guardian Angels at Concordia College in Seward, an early 5.30 start time on Thursday on ESPN. Jeez, you got a lot of stuff going on oh, with these man. two, and I was just going to say it. James throws Kuda to his back. James. 
Kuda's on the edge of the mat. He needs to get slid off or he's going to get stuck. Tell you what, Kuda relaxed there a little bit. He had no reason. And then as they got to their feet, he goes body lock, and James goes straight to a lateral drop and puts him in danger. And there's the pin. Yeah, I was just going to say, Coach, the way these two are reaching back and some of those, somebody's going to get launched and I didn't get it out of my mouth fast enough. I think that was a situation where Kuda was looking for big points for his team. And then look what happens. The tide turned there. He got caught in bad position. He got lap dropped and pinned. Yeah, and they're in a situation now. You said this a match or two ago. It's time to start wrestling your match. All the dual stuff's out the window. Let's go. What do you learn as a freshman? when you're in this atmosphere and it's your first taste of the of the rivalry the rivalry you know it's something that you wanted to see as a freshman to continue you know i don't know how many seniors they have over here what is there like 10 on that wall nine on that wall um you know there's going to be a big change a lot of young men that are going to be graduating but you got a whole group of freshmen that are going to start carrying that torch and carry it all the way through their senior year right we, we move on to 138 pounds Carney's fifth-ranked Ashton Aarons against Tyler Longland of Grand Island. And I say fifth-ranked. They do the wrestling rankings every two weeks. I almost expected that the updated rankings would come to us by the time this duel or even during the duel uh, because they will be updated sometime tonight, but we have not seen those yet. Yeah, and this is Longland just smashed his head into the mat on a finish. Aronson on a real nice sweep yeah. single there. Actually does some technique that we typically try not to let kids do, but he reached up, and uh, when he went to trip, just drove his head into the mat, and, and he's reaching back and grabbing his neck. We've got an injury timeout. Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We will take a break and be back with more of the Bearcats and Islanders duel right after this. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weegis, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. is a time for reflection and celebration. At Nebraska Land National Bank, we had a great year in 2015. We are grateful for the many opportunities we had to serve and partner with our community. As the new year begins, we are excited to see the positive changes that 2016 will bring to our schools, charities, businesses, and organizations. Here's to a new year and new chance to serve you. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, good news. Tyler Longland has been able to get up, and he's actually going to continue. It didn't look good right off the get-go, and he is going to be taken down here wow. by Ashton Aarons. That was a sweep single to the far ankle. My assistant coach, or, 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 or now the uh, one of our head coaches, uh, Dalton Jensen, used to hit that, and he's hit that at the national tournament. I tell you what, you hit a sweep single and go far ankle. 
there's nothing you can do to defend it. No, because in the end, you end up getting them both. Yeah. I mean, that was a wonderful job. So Ashton Aaron's trying to turn Longland on the edge of the mat. When you, uh, since you guys have been there, I mean, you've wrestled enough that if you get dinged in a match, how does it affect? I mean, there's no time. I mean, you get two minutes of injury time, and when they say it's time to go, when you say you're ready to go, you go. You yeah. don't get to come over and, and, and shake it off. Yeah, I think, is, is high school two minutes or a minute 30? Yeah, minute 30. He's got about 11, 11 yeah, seconds Yeah, it's, not, it's so. not a lot of time. And, you know, the way he planted his head and reached back for his neck, you know, you could tell he was in some pain there. But obviously, he must have collected himself pretty quickly. Yeah, sometimes what happens is you feel good for a minute. And then as the thing goes on, you go, oh, geez, I don't know if that was the best decision. To... <laughs> Your team score, as we are through nine of the 14 matches, this is match number 10. It's Carney dominating Grand Island right now, 33-6. to six. They are 6-2 and two so far today. Skyler Schmidt and Gage Grinnell, who are ranked 1-2. and two. Grinnell first and Schmidt second at their respective weights are the two winners. Leo Paloma, Andy Mason, Sean Jackson, Salvador Aguirre, Philip Mooby, Jordan Bober, our winners for Carney. Again, we started at 182, so that's why we ran them down that way. And still maybe the match of the night, Trevor Bigelow and Chris Doty still to come. Yeah, I love Ashton Aarons here. I mean, he looks tough. He's very focused. All of his attacks have looked really, really good. Longland did get an escape, so last few seconds are wrestled on our feet. And out of bounds again. Yeah, Aarons isn't fooling around, really. And, I mean, he's not being... Uh, unsportsmanlike, he's just serious about this. Yeah, deal. he's he's been very physical right now, Larry. And I tell you what, I don't know if he knows that, hey, I'm a senior, this kid's a sophomore, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to shake him up a little bit. Not only did he get on in two deep shots, but he planted it on his head over here out of bounds, so he's really shook him up a little bit. But I tell you what, Longland, to his defense, I tell you what, he's battling. It's a 2-1 match going into the second period here. There's a lot of opportunity left. Well, yeah, as we talked about, he's from uh, South Dakota, just moved in. He's a two-time state placer. You know, in Dakota, you can wrestle in junior high. You can compete at the state meet. So he's already won a couple state medals. Uh, so he, he knows what he's doing here. He's a tough competitor. We've had a couple of cautions. Were they on the same or were they one each here? You know, Trying I, to start the I second think that period. was on the bottom. I think Aaron's jumped there a little bit. So I think that would just be the first caution. And so it's 2-1 to one in favor of Ashton Aarons of Kearney. Starts on bottom here in the second period. And a stall warning on Grand Island for just holding on to the ankle. Boy, that was quick. That was really quick. Didn't give him much opportunity to move no. up on that. But no points scored. They've come off the mat and restart. I yeah. think Longland knows that he's in for a match here. Again, yeah. the he's, you know, Aaron's very physical doing everything he can. He's battling off the bottom, and Longland's doing everything he can just to hold him down. And that is such an important point to wrestling is to be physical. It is a sport where you need to impose your will both physically and mentally, and the easiest way to get to somebody mentally is to pound on them. Physically pound on them. That's exactly right. Almost a capacity crowd. Now, they do have the stage bleachers here at Kearney High folded up, so we're just on the sides, but an air-capacity crowd for this final wrestling event ever in this Kearney High School that opened in 1960. And the Kearney Bearcats are rolling here on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, UNK wrestling coach Mark Bauer. You know, Dan Gable has a lot of famous quotes, and one of his favorite is, when in doubt, drive. And that's what we've that's seen right. out of Aaron so far. He's just out driving. And no matter what position it is, he keeps the pressure on. Yeah, Longwood's pretty good here on top. He's had both boots in. Now he just has one leg in in a full cross body ride. I mean, he's 
torturing uh, Aaron's just a little bit, but Aaron's is still working, trying to get hand control and trying to come out. Yeah, Longland slowed Aaron's down quite a bit here. Obviously, uh, Aaron's is struggling getting out of legs here. Um, you know, Longland doesn't want to get high here. He wants to try to keep that crossbody ride going and keep whipping his hips over to get him turned while he's on the mat. Yeah, finishing this thing two to one would be a big deal because he gets to go down. Here he's pulling he's out a split banana him. split. Nope. Down to 20 seconds to go here in the second period. It's still Carney two, Longland of Grand Island one, but Aaron's has not been able to score off his choice down to 10 seconds in the Slide second that period. Elbow. And it looks like that's where it's going to stay. Aaron's of Kearney 2, Longland of Grand Island 1, and Longland will get choice here in the third, and that's he did big, get an escape in the first. That's a big ride out. I bet you they put him on their feet, Coach. I bet you Longland's going to take down, and Aaron's will, will, will go both up. Yeah, Aaron's needs to go back to his bread and butter. He's yes. been on two nice sweep singles. Finished both of them, truly. You know, one of them, unfortunately, was out of bounds where he, where he uh, lit on Longland's head a little bit, but... He needs to get back to his feet and try to set up a good takedown. Yeah, there. Joey here step, says take top. He's going to put Loveland on top and try to throw him back in the torture chamber. So uh, the rare, the lowest percentage is when it's your choice, take top. But that's what Longland has done here. The and thing, so now he has got to turn Aaron's to get some points. He trails 2-1 to one to start the third. I think they knew, though, what was going to happen is they were just going to give him the free one and take him down. Yeah. It, that, the, the choice does make sense. This can, a little this, high. this can work out in his favor. He's got his leg hooked up and high, and I tell you what, he's got to stay away from the figure four there. It's illegal. Yeah, very close. And the close. officials were just looking at each other discussing that, too. But now we're down to a minute 20 to go in the match, and Aaron's Holding on to that 2-1 lead. Longland throws in both legs now, stretches now Aaron's out. Got yes. him on his belly. I tell you what, uh, you know, possibly a smart move. Uh, on the other hand, uh, it still is a dangerous situation. No question. Are we anywhere close to Aaron's getting a stall warning here? Well, the tough thing is he's being overpowered. And in the rule book, it says if you're being overpowered, that's not stalling. We're here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth at Kearney High, and there is a stall warning on Kearney. You Another know, stall and we're tied. This is a tough situation for officials to call stalling because Aaron's is continuing yeah, to build out. I don't think he's at all. I don't know that he's necessarily stalling. He just can't get his leg out. I, there's been two stall calls in this match. I don't agree with either one of them. Yeah. It's okay. I think if but, I were Aaron's right now, I'd try to hit some rolls to try to shake him loose a little bit. Long one's now trying to gamble. 30 dangerous. seconds to go. We might get potentially dangerous. Tough situation, is. trying to pull a guillotine here and get his arm behind his head. Not an easy way to turn somebody no, that's a little stronger. And here's why I don't like it from Longland's perspective. Now Aaron's gets a fresh start. He catches the boot coming in. Your attack is over. 25 seconds to go. It is Ashton Aaron's of Kearney 2, Tyler Longland of Grand Island 1. On a restart, trying to score from the top and another potentially dangerous. Tell you what, Aaron's got to be careful though because he's getting his knee really close to his head. And with the legger on top, that's a great opportunity for someone to slap on a cradle. 22 seconds, another restart. Well, I will just tell you, Longland has shown a lot of guts from when he got dropped on his head early in this match. He's battled back in and given himself a chance. What's he gambling at now, guys? We've had two potentially dangerous almost off the whistle. Well, Aaron's will keep coming to his feet and keep getting that potentially dangerous. That's the right thing to do. Yeah, he needs a quick tilt here somehow. Look at he's coming out front. Him. Ten seconds to Try, go. Trying to find something here. Longland Campbell's gets reversed, and Carney will win. I'm telling you, I like this Longland kid. He's tough. 
Ashton Aarons ground his way through a match, and sometimes you have to grind to win. Yeah, Longland, early on, we were sitting here talking. We don't think he's going to go on, and look what he does. He gets back in this thing and, and really makes a great match out of it. And officially wins the duel for Carney High. As you can hear the rowdies over there, the final score, Ashton Aarons of Carney 4, Tyrone Longland of Grand Island 1. We've wrestled, or they gave him a late escape there, so 4-2. to two. And uh, that puts Carney up 36 to six. They are eight and two so far here. Grand Island just the two wins, but Blake Cohn now takes the bat against Parker James of the Bearcats. Blake, a tough, tough wrestler for for Grand Island, who didn't start the season off the way he wanted to out of the lineup. Well, right, and, and you know he's been third at the state meet, Doug. Uh, Blake Cohen is very experienced, very seasoned, and an extremely physical wrestler. And he gets after it right away here. Grand Island now can't win the duel, but they don't want to get blown out of here, and they've got an opportunity because, remember, the next three guys that Grand Island sends out, the last three are all state-rated Doty Reese and, uh, well, excuse me, Rodriguez moved up to 182. I apologize. Yeah, it's so going to be Darris. Darris will be down there. James just takes a straight shot with no setup, and Cohen just quickly snaps and, and scoots right around behind him. Yeah, that was pretty tough. Third at the state meet, or as you know, third in the national tournament. Third is a special deal when you talk about a guy that's been third because he's either had his heart broken with guts to come back or took the early loss and battled back. Third's a really impressive number. Really and is. Cohn's able to get a little tilt here and get a two-point near fall, so Cohn's up four to nothing with a minute... 10 to go in the first period. Great technique there on top. It's cross-wrist roll, which actually exposes yourself to expose your opponent. And uh, a lot of times they think they're going to roll right through with it, and little do they know when, when they get on the other side of that roll, they're on their back. Yeah, yeah. when they get on the other side of it, there's a few points going against them. <laughs> You're listening to Carney Grand Island Dual Wrestling here on KKPR-FM. Carney Grand Island and Hastings and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker. UNK wrestling coach Mark Bauer kind enough to join us again here tonight for the final event wrestling-wise ever here at Kearney High. Yeah, Cohen's doing a great job. He's running a wing half, and he's doing a great job switching sides. Most generally what happens is you catch one of those shoulders just a little too buried, and you're able to get a turn. I agree. Cohen is grinding grinding here on James, trying to work a turn. He wants this fall. Well, think about it. You're a team leader, and you've had to sit through, what, probably an hour, an hour and a half of this, not very happy about how this has gone. You just want your turn. 4 nothing. Restart in the middle. 25 seconds to go. First period. Cone of Grand Island with the, uh, with the lead. Up next, it'll be the, on paper, most anticipated match of the night. Carney's second-ranked Trevor Bigelow, Grand Island's fourth-ranked Chris Doty at 152. Doug, it's a big match because it's a rubber match. Each one of them have won one of those matchups this year. This will be the third time they'll wrestle. And again, districts coming up on February 13th. Grand Island actually hosting the A4, while Carney and Hastings go to Millard South for the A1. Tell you what, Cohen's doing a real a nice job here of keeping a deep, tight waist and pressuring forward. Anytime you're riding... Breaking guy down is, is pretty simple. You drive, you get your feet sunk deep into the mat, deep tight waist, and drive them forward up over their hands, and, and Kong really kept the pressure nicely there. Yeah, forward pressure is so important. The first period comes to an end. Cone of Grand Island four, James of Kearney nothing, and Cone will take bottom to uh, start the second period. I just mentioned the districts, Larry. 
how unfortunate and how silver lining because then you're not with them at state. The number one and two teams in the state, Millard South and Kearney, are in the same district. Yeah, that, in my opinion, most generally, that helps. That would help Kearney because in any of those big matchups, it splits them most generally. And, and for Grand Island, it means you're going to be stuck in a bunch of corner brackets with Kearney and Millard South. Wow. I tell you what, Cohen here just hits him in a Peterson or a Granby roll, comes out, and he's going to pick up two near fall on top of it. So he's really separating the, the gap here a little. Now 8 to nothing, Grand Island and Blake Cohn with the lead over Parker James of Kearney High. I mean, physically, Cohn looks good. He looks mature. But he, he's wrestling with a lot of force right now. Good intensity. It's what you want for your team as well. No question. Just like that, that's terrible. You know, he stands up and kind of tries to roll, and you just get tight waist and sucked down. It's very deflating. Yeah, he's really dominated all. You know, he's on his feet, on top, on bottom. Really, he's controlling every bit of this match. Yeah, and he's running a tight waist, and you can see his fingers all the way up the back on the other side. That sucks the gas right out of you. Eight to nothing, Cone. A minute to go in the second over James of Carney. And we'll get a stalemate and a restart. Yeah, that made James happy because, I mean, that was a seat belt across there that Cone had in that tight waist. That is tough. I think James looked up at Abby and said, thank you. Thank yes. you for blowing that whistle. I'll ask each of you while Cone continues to try and set something up here to get him a pin. Why? Why does Carney... And why does Grand Island continue to have the tradition, the outstanding, the longevity? Uh, you, we've seen the rotation through the Metro, and Lincoln just isn't uh, a wrestling town right now. Is that one of the reasons Carney and Grand Island can still be so good, or are there other reasons? Uh, Larry, you start with GI. Yeah, the, the only reason I, I wanted to answer before Coach Bauer was simply because he has a lot to do with that. Central Nebraska is so rich with wrestling. And we have one of the best Division II colleges in the entire United States right here for us. The resources as a head coach that I received and that, that we received from that place is huge. You get to uh, uh, dip your uh, biscuit in that gravy often, <laughs> and it makes a big difference. It's hard for you if you're four or five hours from a place like that. That's why, in my opinion, why Central Nebraska, you know, we talk about Carney Grand Island, but Central Nebraska as a whole, in my opinion, that's why we've been able to do that is there is tradition. And then we have this deal here where they go win national titles and they allow us anything that we need, they give us. Before uh, Coach Bauer speaks, let's go to the third period. Uh, eight to nothing still. Blake Cohn of Grand Island leading Parker James. James decides to take bottom, hasn't been able to get out of there yet as we go to the third period coach yeah i do appreciate that larry uh you know just coming in our program and, and the effects that we have on our wrestling community throughout nebraska uh, i'm going to go back to what i talked about earlier you see this continuity with their kids clubs so, you know where um, there's a turnover you know a lot of times dads get involved with the kids at the kids level and and once they hit that high school level the kids are the dads aren't quite as, inv as involved but they continue at the kids' club level, get these dads involved and get them out there coaching because there's a lot of dads out here that wrestled in high school. Some of them even wrestled in college that have great experience and a wealth of knowledge that they can put back in these kids. And both these schools continue to do that at a very high level. That continuity continues through your middle school program and then right up into your high school program. And so you've got great feeder kids' clubs, middle schools that are feeding into these high school programs. And don't forget that the uh, Loper 
wrestlers are back home for a non-conference duel on Saturday night, really kind of the last breather. You don't have a whole lot over this 14-day span, uh, really the last breather, and you guys are on a roll too, so yeah, well done. Thing, oh, I appreciate that. You know, things are starting to come together. We're one piece away from having everybody intact. We've had, we have some nice long weeks coming up. Uh, you know, we don't wrestle until Saturday this week against Newman, Lindenwood the following Saturday, MIAAs the following Sunday. We have a week off in between regionals and a week off in between nationals. And so we have some nice long weeks where we can do some individual work with our guys. Oh, I bet they love that. Oh, yeah, instead uh, of the grind. We do get a stall call here against James, so it awards another point to Cone, who's just rode him out the entire third period. There really hasn't been much of anything here. A lot of defense by Parker James, and the final score will be Blake Cohen of Grand Island 9 and Parker James of Kearney nothing. That is the third win. All uh, That one will actually go down as a, a major decision, so pick up a bonus point. Kearney 36, Grand Island 10 with three weight classes to go. Yeah, Doug, that was just an old school lunch pail workman like 9-0 win. Yeah, and you know, that's what Cohen needed to do. Go out, wrestle your match, just be dominant, control. Don't do anything flashy. Try to get yourself in trouble. Protect yourself, and that's exactly what he did. And now, getting ready for the 152-pound match. On paper, could be the match of the night. Trevor Bigelow, Carney, Chris Doty, Grand Island, the number two and number four ranked wrestlers in Class A. Yeah, and this is the big one. Doty was a state runner-up last year. He walked in the parade and then gets beat. Six to two, first uh, week out here by Bigelow, and then goes back the next week and beats Bigelow four to two. So now they're going to match back up. This is a big one. Bigelow was fifth last year, so these two guys both high level. And uh, just been informed from our boys in the eastern part of the state that uh, the high school wrestling rankings weren't updated today because there are quite a few duels like this one tonight taking place tonight. They will use those and update uh, so tomorrow when we get them they're going to be as fresh as fresh can be and uh, so we thank Todd Porter and the crews out uh, in the metro area that's why we don't have updated rankings uh, before the duel tonight well, these two guys are filling each other out here and uh, Bigelow's got a quarter Nelson working it and he's grinding here on trying to get him turned but I tell you what he's got nothing to do with that he's going to fight through that yeah that's a tough spot he's going to get taken down though oh Doty just did a great wow. job because they came. Uh, Bigelow heel-picked him there. Big scramble, wow. no points. Yeah, 50 he, seconds to go, first period, scoreless. Doty kept that wizard in there, and I think it just saved him. Yeah. That was a tough spot. Either one of those guys at some point with that wizard could have ended up on their backs. You know, guys have to be careful in that spot with all that pressure. Right in the center of the mat, inside the center circle. I don't know that this is going to be a high-scoring match. I think these guys have felt each other out the entire first period, and uh, they're looking for a good, solid setup and a good takedown. Maybe they can get something moving for themselves. Be wary of the short-time takedown in the first period. And there it is! Wow. A half shot by Doty. Bigelow just pancakes him right to his back. He's picking up near fall. I don't think he's going to get the fall here, but this is huge. Oh, it, huge. Into the period, a five-point move. And I mean hit it with full conviction. You could hear him slap. And the time runs out. Our, our little kids that love running out there and slapping them, well, we're in the 11th match. Doty saved, <laughs> so they were saved, paying attention Doty saved by the bell there. Yeah, and, and, and I will tell you, like you could hear the skin slap. I mean, he pulled the trigger right there and hit him with hit Doty with both barrels. 
That's why, like, if you're Doty and, you, and you're these kids and you tell them, don't do half measures will avail you nothing. Don't take half shots. Don't do things halfway. Right there, Doty was completely uncommitted to a shot, didn't take it to score, and now he finds himself down 5-0. Yeah, this is a deep hole to start yourself in. He does get choice. He is going to choose down and try to get an escape here right off the bat because gradually now he's got to work himself back into this match. Boy, Doty comes to his feet, almost has the hand ripped away, and Bigelow just overpowers him right back to his belly. Yeah, this is big. Carney has the dual one, 36 to 10 through 11 matches. They are eight and three against Grand Island. Yeah, that's a route, but right now Doty's got to get off his belly. Bigelow's controlling the wrists. He's controlling the hip pressure. Doty's not trying to get out. He's trying not to get turned. Never a way to win, especially when you're down 5-0. Yeah, that's a tough position. He's just bellied out here on his stomach right now. Bigelow's working hard to get something going for himself here, riding a half and a spiral ride. Not doing much, and Doty gets to his feet here. And finally gets the escape, so Doty gets the point. A minute to go in the second period. Bigelow five, and Doty one. Yeah, Doty's got to get going. Yeah, there got to be a sense of urgency here. You know, you got a minute left in this period. Doty needs a takedown to put himself into position to get back into this thing, and he's on the attack and on a single. Boy, great hips there by Bigelow. Oh, those were like cement. Continues to stuff the head and stay square with him. Bigelow's doing a nice job with his counter-wrestling. I tell you what, I saw Carney High first week of the season, and now seeing him here at the end of January, they are a much better team. They're not flashy. They don't bring a bunch of high flyers to the lineup, but they're tough to beat, Mark. Yeah, you know, honestly, uh, after that win against Gretna a couple weeks ago at the Midwest Duels, I, I could just sense a whole new level with this team this year or this, you know, this second semester. And so it's nice to see uh, them getting some momentum on them sides. That momentum has created confidence in them as well. And you've seen it match in and match out, you know, even at the heavyweight with Grinnell, number one kid in the state, you know, out there pushing the tempo. And that's what's happening in every single match. Well, and I think to see Bigelow attack with that ferocity that we saw there on the pancake, that was confidence in himself. He believed in himself there. And now we go to the third period. Chris Doty of Grand Island trailing Carney's Trevor Bigelow in the battle of state-rated wrestlers 5-1. to one. And Bigelow, his choice goes both up here. I don't mind that. You know, he knows him well enough to know Doty's pretty decent on top. Doty hasn't been close. I mean, Bigelow's been in, in very good position. Well, Doty had one good shot, but as you said, the hips of Bigelow got him out of it in the second period. I mean, look at Doty. He's trying to create some angles, and Doty's beating him to the punch. 30 seconds gone here in the third period. Had some shots, had some breaks. Still in the center circle. These guys are in there to wrestle, but it's 5-1 Bigelow. You know, we've had about a, a minute of hand fighting here. Both these guys are working position. One of the things I like to see of both the young men, they're not hanging with their ties. They're really staying active with their hands, trying to create an opportunity or an opening to find a shot. Yeah, and I mean, it's hands and feet. You tell a wrestler you got to move your feet because if you don't, you become a target. That's right. Well, it was that late, short-time takedown in the first period. Doty didn't get a good shot, and Bigelow stuffed him, took him right to his back, and that's how he's got a 5-1 lead, and that is where we are at with 55 seconds to go. 
you know, that's all it takes in any match. You know, one mistake. You make that one mistake. I don't care what sport you're in. It can cost you big. And, and right now, that's the difference. Five to one. Yeah, it's uh, changed That's not what Steven Goskowski said. <laughs> Boy, that was nice. 500 and some makes of an extra point, And then, oops, 30 seconds to go. You know, they've got Longland. They're working on him here. They've stabilized his neck. He's now, now that he's gotten off the mat and got cooled down, it looks like uh, maybe he was hurt a little more than uh, we thought. Yeah, Mr. Limbox over there working with him, the head trainer here at Kearney High. They got him braced up. I tell you what, you hope that is uh, not a bad situation. You don't, you don't want to wish anybody at this point in the season to get a, a tough injury. And one more takedown for Trevor Bengalow to end the match with 10 seconds to go. Doty was looking for, again, that one shot, and Bigelow counters to win it by a score of seven to one, and add to the Carney High lead, 39 to 10, with two matches to go. I'll just tell you, and, and you see it right there, we're talking about how we feel like Carney High's arrow is up. There's a situation where they wrestle 6-2 and 4-2, and I get it, five of them came off a big move, but Bigelow looked like he separated himself there a little bit. He did, and the way to you know, way he finished that match off, hit a nice little duck under to get another one. Just kind of an exclamation point at the end of that match, saying, "Hey, I got more." Yeah. Oh, I definitely. Trey Gruby against Grand Island's fifth-ranked Tim Reese, 160 pounds. Again, our high school wrestling coverage brought to you by Craig Weeches of Pioneer Seeds. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? That's easy. Pioneer.com and your mobile Pioneer.com on your smartphone. The great seeds of success for a better yield start with Pioneer and Craig Weeches. But here you look at Groovy and just look how his hands are moving, his feet are moving. He's just doing a great job. Very heavy-handed. A lot of action going on already to start this match off. You know, talk about two wrestling families. The, the Reese name, the Gruby name, have been around both these communities for years. No question. Gruby on a nice high crotch, switched off real early, but able to get a cross-leg trip to get him down. Yeah, he did a great job, and Reese rolled across his back to end up uh, uh, on the takedown. That was close. Uh, Ty Swarm is going to request an artificial gym. Uh, so that they can close one down every time that they host a duel because they are out of their minds here the way they are wrestling tonight against a very, very good Grand Island team. What a job they have done so far here tonight. Uh, they've won all the toss-ups. Carney High has won every one of them. Yeah, we've commented on this earlier, and, and again, it goes back to getting that first takedown and putting the pressure on your opponent. And I would say only three of these matches, Grand Island has not come out and got the first takedown. And, and again, you know, Larry talked about this. You know, physically, you're in their mind. You know, you, you, you make a difference physically by, by getting the, you know, capitalizing on an early score. You know what I'm starting to see out of Carney, literally, you know, now after watching this uh, go from Coach McCann's program to Coach Swarm and his staff's program, you're starting to see Coach Swarm and Coach Hagan Sharby, you're starting to see some of these guys come out. Those coaches come out and some of these kids. That's how those guys wrestle. Yeah, a lot of high percentage stuff we're seeing here. A lot of offensive attacks, you know, step in singles, sweep singles, blast doubles. And again, high percentage because you don't really put yourself in a lot of danger if you're doing the technique correct. And again, I've, I've pointed this out several times tonight. Not only are they getting in on attacks, 
but they're finishing yeah. quickly, and it makes a huge difference in the outcome of your match. No doubt about it. Reese is able to get a late escape here with 10 seconds to go in the period, and then they wrestle on their feet the final 10 seconds. So Groovy of Carney 2, Reese of Grand Island 1. Reese will take bottom to start the second period. You know, Reese has done a great job hand fighting. He's just got to get his attacks going here. My Lifted gosh, in the cool. air and did a complete flip, and Groovy got reversed off of it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is using your momentum to roll through, and Reese almost got Groovy on his back. It started with Gre with uh, Groovy getting what just looks like a bigger Tim Reese, and I know it's 160, but it's like 151 versus 161 here, but uh, just a, a flurry, and Reese is now up 3-2. Yeah, that was big. It looked like a simple return, yeah. and instead of getting, you know, bellying out, uh, Reese decided to tuck his head and roll with it and comes out the backside with a reversal. Yeah, did a nice job there. Dangerous, but he did a nice job. <laughs> Almost planted on his head again. Yeah. Reese with a 3-2 lead here in the second period. Still a minute and a half left in this period. That really seemed to spark Reese. He had a lot of energy right after that. I don't know if he'll be able to take it forward, but that whole exchange seemed to give him a little juice. Yeah, and it gives him an opportunity to be on top. This is his first time on top in this match, and so far, Groovy's just been laying on his belly. Reese has his arm barred up. Not really working a turn here. He's going to need to start doing something on top. Pretty confident, fellas, that we are calling the last duel of the night in the state of Nebraska. Uh, some other results tonight. Uh, Adams Central buried Grand Island Northwest coming off the Luplatt Conference Championship 63-11 to for the Patriots. Wood River beat Ord 45-28. Gibbon over Donovan Trumbull 54-30. Columbus Scotus over Aurora tonight 57-24. And Fairbury beat Central City 47-30 in some of the uh, results that we have. Scotus start the program, get Galen Camraff back in the room. Yeah, he just an iconic yes. figure in our sport and a, and, a, and a name that has been around for a really long time. Exactly and it's great right. to see him out there, you know, continuing to give back to this sport and to the young men that, that are under their tutelage there. No doubt. Boy, Reese is trying to turn him. I mean, they was running a ball and chain there. He's pretty fired up. They went out of bounds rudely. I don't think anything unsportsmanlike necessarily there, but crowd loved it. Still 3-2, just trying to get an escape here is Trey Gruby before they go into the third period. Ten seconds to go. Gruby will get choice in the third. That would have been huge if he could have picked up another escape here, but he won't. And Tim Reese of Grand Island, a 3-2 lead over Trey Gruby of Kearney. They go to the third. There's another quick stall call yes, right there at the end. with three seconds left it, in the period. You know, Gruby comes out and hits a, tries to hit a switch, literally tight waist, put back down to the mat. In an immediate stall call. And a lot of times with like two or three seconds left in a period, most officials, there must have been something going on there that he... Ah, oh, well, I'm there three for three. There's been three of them tonight, and I don't like them. There, <laughs> there was some discussion whether Gruby wanted to go both up or take bottom. Coach Swarm, I'm not even sure, was 100% positive on that, but Gruby will take bottom. You know, he got rid, ridden out the entire second period, uh, the rest of it after the reversal, but... Now, this is your best opportunity. You get up and you get your one because you got to remember, Gruby got the first takedown of this match. He's proven that I can shoot a high crotch and take this young man down. So now give yourself a chance to tie this thing up and give yourself a chance to get that takedown. Yeah, have, have high energy off the bottom. Don't lay there. And they fired off the start. Already went off the mat 12 seconds in. Now they 
Restart again. Gruby trying to get off bottom to tie it. He's going to have to work up. There, he's going to try to turk him up here. Reese got to make sure he doesn't get turned. Yeah, this isn't uh, or Gruby's best idea here. He's trying to hit a switch, and he needs to get to his feet. That's where he has a higher yes. percentage of getting his escape. And I think I was just going to say, if he can get that elbow, just a one count so far. We've got a turk. He's elevating the turk, doing really well. And now on his back. Going to get two for sure. Gruby in trouble. I think he can hold him here for a minute, probably. Minutes five to go. And Gruby in trouble. Now, and Gruby kind of put himself in that position to get turned. Yeah, he turned into him while he's on the bottom, almost a reversal situation. Grand and Reese, Reese saw that leg sitting there and he immediately laced it up and, and threw in a really nice leg turk here. And, and these are just hard to get out of yeah. because if you can't get your shoulders you, you have no hips. Your, all your hip strength is gone in that turn. Grand Island looking for their first pin of the duel. Three near fall. Gruby gets out and right back on his back. Three more near fall. It's a really tough position to pin a kid in. Yeah. Uh, in college, you can reach back and grab that foot and literally touch their head to their foot. High school, you cannot grab that leg any longer. No, they'll call it a back bow and stop the match. Remember the old bent leg Turk, and you just take them straight over. 20 seconds to go in the match. Now he's going to an arm Turk. Reese will win, but can he get the pin? It appears not. 10 seconds. Trying to cradle him up here. And the final score, Tim Reese of Grand Island 9. Trey Gruby, who had the first takedown, Limited to those two points. And it's 39-13. Carney going into the final match at 170. With Darris for GI. Tommy Kuchera and Alexaria Darris. Alexia Darris. Darris, just Island. a freshman. Uh, Dad is taking him all over, you know. He's a pretty good little wrestler. Doesn't do enough yet, but he'll, he's one to remember that name. I think he's going to be pretty good before he's done. Well, we definitely have two different body types here yeah. going. Well, and Kuchera hasn't had a full season for the Bearcats. Uh, of course, was banged up during the football season. Uh, only one in three so far this year for Carney High, but a senior and trying to put himself in position to maybe wrestle in districts. Obviously, yeah. a lot, not a lot of mat time, but on the other hand, I don't think Swarm and the coaching staff would be putting him out there if they didn't think he That's could handle right. this. Drops in on a nice low shot, and uh, Darris is doing a great job of just trapping the far ankle, but Chair turns into him and gets the takedown. Yeah, experience right there. You saw the freshman, he got in that spot and just a little bit like a dog that was unsure. He's just kind of looking around, you know. Which way do I turn? Which way do yeah. I go here? We got a stoppage for potentially dangerous, so a restart here with Darris on bottom for the Islanders. Kuchera up 2-0, just 45 seconds into the match. Don't forget when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll run down all of the results in case you missed anything. We'll talk to both coaches, Ty Swarm and Joey Morrison. Ooh, that was just strength. Yeah. He stood up, really did the wrong thing the way he turned into that turned stand in, up. Turned in a little soon there, uh, but obviously worked his hips down out and, and got the escape. So it's 2-1 with a minute left in this first period. Yeah, he's a strong kid. But like you said, it would be nice if he could find uh, uh, his way into the lineup there for Carney. Um, 
uh, here as an older wrestler. Yeah, you you know, as a coach, you're always wanting that experience out there on the map for you because they've been there, they've done it, they, you know, a little pressure situation here and there, and they're able to step in and, and, and do some big things for you. Well, and also if you've weighed in multiple guys at the weight where the duel's at, this is also a spot sometimes, as you know, you can reward a guy. Exactly. You know, that's just ground and me meant so much to your program, maybe in the room, but hasn't had the accolades otherwise and be able to wrestle in this environment. Exactly. How, about, exactly. how about this one, guys? Uh, will it be Trevor Bigelow or will it be Tommy Cuchera to be the final Carney Bearcat to win in this gym? The final duel ever is going on right now. Two to one, Cuchera leads Darris of Grand Island, 10 seconds to go in period number one. And Darius is doing a nice job here, but you can see like he, he gets himself in really great spots and then you get the then what. <laughs> and there's the end of the first period. Kuchera of Carney with a 2-1 lead. It's not, a, it's not a good sign when they're looking over at the bench yeah. saying, you know what, you know, their, their eyes look at you like, where, where, what? That's right. I'm big, I'm strong, but I'm a little bit unsure as to the rest of this. So we start the second period and Darius will choose bottom. And he's quickly to his feet. He's just a bulldog, guys. But is he going to be? Oh. You have to be careful when you're a bulldog and you stand up the wrong way. In he the might match. pin him. Turned in too soon again. This yeah. could have happened earlier in the match. And this time, Kuchera capitalizes, steps in front, and throws him with a trapped arm. But he's out of bounds. His upper body's out of bounds. Kuchera's got to work him back in. Three-point near fall for Tommy Kuchera. He's up 5-1. Man, we've seen some big moves tonight. Just when it looked like, okay, okay, bang. Yeah, that's an experience so far in his life. He's been able to wrestle guys that he's so much stronger to. He can turn in and they can't hold their grip. At this level, when you turn in like that, it tightens the grip, and those guys will send you flying. Yeah, you've got to have some separation there, and literally, he, Darius just tur stands up and literally turns right in. You know, and, and, and again, you're, you're right. He's probably muscled some kids and gotten away with that, but with this leverage that Kuchera's given him. Oh, he's going to send him flying. He did it again. And he's going to, I mean. Oh, locked hands there. That's well, a good call. lucky there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, Coach Morrison just told him, you got to get some hip separation, man. You're going to get frequent flyer miles. So the uh, locked hands will give Darris a point. Alexia Darris. And on the other side, Tommy Kuchera of Kearney now leads 5-2. to two. He'll be on top as they get the restart with a minute eight to go here in the second period. On KKPR-FM, Kearney Grand Island Hastings, PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Don't forget to check out the Loper wrestlers during their homestand again on Saturday night. They are home against Newman. Garris is getting to his feet. He's got to get some hip separation. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think this kid's got talent, and this young man's going to do very well as he moves forward in his career. He just a little mistake that's cost him big here. But look right now, back into a 3-5 match, he could easily get back into this thing even more. And I like there, he tried to stand up, didn't get it, and then there was some hip separation, and he knee slid up, you know. So he does get the escape. Kuchera's lead is now 5-3 to three over Darris of Grand Island. 40 seconds to go, second period on their feet. Oh, trying to get a throw, Darris, and Kuchera just landed on top of him and gets the takedown. That, again, just ill-advised. You climbed back in the match. You got it within two with a period, really, and a quarter to go. I like what Kuchera's done. 
Kucheras stayed in good position and just taking advantage of every mistake. That's just as efficient as taking two shots and getting two takedowns. Yeah, Darius pulls Kuchera down in a front headlock there. Instead of panicking, he just takes his, uh, I don't know, what are those eight-foot arms? Yeah, that's right. Wrapped him around his body and just took him down again. Yeah, very those impressive. Arm, those arms tackled a lot of running backs this year, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and we have got a, another caution and we've had enough cautions that that is a point. The caution will give the point to Darris. That's locked hands. And then you got locked hands right off the whistle, so it's now 7-5, to five, Kuchera. At this point, Kuchera should just lock his hands and hang on. Well, and, 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 right, and Darris there, this is maybe a little uh, not nice. Right there, Darris should have stuck his hands back down on the mat because Kuchera had him locked up. If he sticks his hands down on the mat, he'd have got another one. Yep. That's probably not too fair, right? Yeah. That's like in the old days when the guy's running the half on a spiral and you pick the spiral up and stick it on your head <laughs> so you get a full belt. You know, this is uh, this is interesting, but it's a 7-5 match right now, and two of those five points for Darius have been one a caution point and one a locked hands point. So really it's put, it's kept him in the match. Two locked hands Yeah, two points. locked hands, so three points. Three points, wow. And that'll be the end of the second period. We go to the final period of the final match here in the Old Barn. Tommy Cuchera of Carney 7, Alex Darris of Grand Island 5. Wonder who'll try to ride him here if he'll just let him go. And it will be Cuchera on bottom, of course, to start the third period, his choice. Not doing anything. Darris has not scored on his feet or from top. Of course, he hasn't been on top. He hasn't scored from his feet either. Right here, though, Kuchera's doing nothing. Wide knees, and he's just controlling hands. And he's watching the clock. Yeah, way too you. early to look at the clock. Yeah, I can tell you right now, the officials see that. They recognize that, and he's just trying the to stall this thing out. The way they've called stalling tonight, I can't believe we haven't had three of them already. <laughs> exactly. Now Darius has a wing, but he lets go of it. There, he's gonna. he needs to trap that wrist. He did a really good job. Bringing that in, but he need to capture the wrist. Yeah, he's got one of two choices there. You either cut him and try to get two yes. takedowns. You know, don't go for anything big here. You got a, a minute left. And there, just reroute him right yeah. there for. And there, Kuchera dives in on a leg. He's just killing time yeah, here. Yeah, he's hanging on. Eight to five, Kuchera off the escape, but he never got off the mat. And now a stalemate, one minute to go. Do, do want to throw in, UNK men's basketball team did go to Wayne State and pick up a win tonight. 86 to 69. They hit 14 threes. Now back to the last minute ever here. Bakes. Darris needs to just get going. Uh, Kuchera's out on his feet here. Darris needs to get going. And he is trying to trying work to... a headlock and turn him here. Little... He's actually what he's doing is being a little counterproductive. He's cutting the corner here. He's got his head in the well. Now he's tough. Yeah, he's now he's looking for a cradle here. 30 seconds to go. Tommy Kuchera up 8-5. Darris getting advice from his coaches. Circles and has nothing. 20 seconds to go and another stalemate. It'll be interesting in three or four years when we watch this Darris boy and remember this. He's got so many good things going for him here, but he clearly just doesn't have the experience yet to put any of them to work. Final 20 seconds. Kuchera holding on. 10 seconds to go. Tommy Kuchera, even with a stall, is going to win it. And a wrestling era comes to an end here at Carney High's Old Barn. 8-5. Tommy Kuchera, 42-13. Carney High over Grand Island. 
to win the duel. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. What a duel, what a night. Great night for the blue and gold, I'll tell you that. Not yeah. so good for the purple and no, gold. No, they, they definitely came out and made a statement tonight. Again, you can see the momentum and the confidence that they've gotten built up over the last month, and gradually they're building. They're building towards that state championship. This yeah. is the time of the year where you start your peak phase, and they're well on their way. Here's what is interesting to me. Back in the old days, back in the 80s and 90s, this is a state championship team, no doubt about it. Today in Class A, you got to be in that 180 point range. You do. You've got it. it requires numbers. Yeah. You've got to get the numbers there. You know, there's 14 guys in a weight class. You're, you're, you got to win on get, Friday night. You got to get 12 or 14 of those guys, not just to the state tournament. You got to get them in the medal rounds. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes because they don't show that type of high end firepower. But if I'm a top-end kid in the state of Nebraska right now, and my dream is to walk in that parade and get a yellow medal, I don't want to wrestle one of those guys. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, the way their confidence is right now, um, you know, big things could happen for them. But again, state tournaments, a whole different cat. You know, it's a, it's a, everything's on the line, every single match. And, and championships, more often than not, are won on the backside. I remember back in, I think, 1998, University of Minnesota won the Division Ten. One, won the Division One national champion with not one finalist. That's they had right. ten All-Americans, yes. so it is very possible to happen. Yes, that's exactly right. Well, the Carney Bearcat Rowdies going through it one more time. Numerous phones, numerous cameras out to capture the moment. And Carney, number two in the state, Downs Grand Island, number three in the state, convincingly here tonight. 42 to 13, just under two hours of live wrestling action. We hope you enjoyed it online at platriverpreps.com and here on Classic Hits 98.9. We'll be back with a recap and a chat with the coaches on the New West Post Game Show right after this. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weegis, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. year is a time for reflection and celebration. At Nebraska Land National Bank, we had a great year in 2015. We are grateful for the many opportunities we had to serve and partner with our community. As the new year begins, we are excited to see the positive changes that 2016 will bring to our schools, charities, businesses, and organizations. Here's to a new year and new chance to serve you. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. 
On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper north of the railroad, 1st Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. And welcome back to high school wrestling. This is the New West Post Game Show. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney High wins the duel tonight by a score of 42 to 13. And we are joined by the head coach, Ty Swarm. And uh, coach, a special night and... Uh, the crowd helped, and you guys wrestled, I'm not going to say as good as you have all year because I haven't seen it all, but it was pretty close to as good as you've done all year. Again tonight, we've had some great performances since the Midwest Duels when we beat you know, a good team in Gretna in the finals of the Midwest Duels. Wrestled well on the road against North Platte. You know, we beat North Platte pretty handily, but they are a solid team. And so the score you know, doesn't really show what kind of a team they are, and we beat a good team there. And then obviously coming in, you know, Grand Island, they're a tough team. For us to, to win by this margin, it shows that we're wrestling well right now. Ty, great job tonight. I mean, Dynamite, what a way to close the, 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 the show, no doubt about it. You had a great atmosphere. I saw you at the Carney High invite and thought you were a pretty good Carney team. You know, I mean, pretty good uh, wrestling team. This team that I saw tonight really extended that and really looks like you're chasing something real. It looked to me like you guys were very aggressive on your feet and very aggressive on top. Things you've specifically worked on or just how it worked out tonight? No, I think you really nailed it there. We have challenged our guys to become more aggressive, specifically in our upper weights. Uh, we've got exposed a couple times. If you came to the Scut duel, you know, we're a little different than when we wrestled Scut right now, and I think they helped us get there uh, early on in, in, in this semester. And so they really uh, kind of showed that we need to be a little more aggressive, a little more battle-ready. And tonight, you know, again, we, we were aggressive on our feet. And, and it's good to see that at this time of the year. Yeah, Ty, you know, this was a great showing for you guys for where you are at this, in, the, in the process of your season. I know you guys have a process of what it is you're trying to get. You're in that peak phase at the end of the year. Where do you see your guys at right now? Well, I, you know, we're right, in, as you know, right in the middle of where we're trying to peak at. You know, we're three, four weeks into that cycle where we're trying to be at our best. Uh, I think anytime you walk into this atmosphere, you can't help but be hyped up. And sometimes that can backfire on you, you know. I think if you look at our 132-pounder, Nick James, was so fired up. He went out and did some crazy stuff early on. And, uh, you know, but we, we really do believe we have the best wrestling environment in the state of Nebraska. Hats off to our fans and our student body to come out. I mean, what a fun event to come watch. And so... Uh, you know, our guys responded well. You know, that, that's a big, big uh, atmosphere to be in, and I think they came out and wrestled well again tonight. And so we're very pleased with what we've seen from the last couple weeks. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, and UNK Wrestling Coach Mark Bauer talking with Carney Coach Ty Swarm. I mentioned it in the pregame that if a lot of these matches get into the third period because of that adrenaline issue that your kids had early on, Grand Island might uh, have an opportunity to do some things. Your kids didn't let it get to the third period right off the bat there. Uh, Palomo did, uh, taking on a, uh, at 82, but then you go pin, pin, 
heavyweight with Grinnell. Lee does a great job, and then you win the next three matches. Yeah, and I think starting off with Palamo, you know, they bumped up a kid from 170, and that's a ranked kid, a good kid. So for Palamo to go into that and, and get the win for us, that set the tone early on. I didn't think they'd make that adjustment. Um, and so, you know, that was a risky move. Obviously, it, it paid off for us. We won that match, and I think that set the tone early on. You know, our upper weights have been working hard. Andy Mason's a name you've never seen in our lineup. He wrestled 82 at the beginning of the year because he was very, very sick. He barely made 97 today, or 90, you know, 95 today. He's a big 95-pounder, and he's an aggressive kid. Uh, you know, Sean Jackson's been a solid 220 for us. And then Lee Harrington goes really, you know, 6'4", with, with a number one heavyweight in the state right now. Our big guys have really put in the work because we did challenge them. And then obviously we respond on the bottom end in the middle with some of our firepower. That challenge was very evident. We, we saw maybe four of the 14 matches where you got, did not get the first takedown. Yeah, and that, that's 10 of the 14 matches, putting the pressure on them and keeping them, you know, a lot of the matches came down to the end because they were taking some bad shots. You know, we saw a huge one uh, with uh, Bigelow getting that pancake right off the bat. And, and just like Larry said, it wasn't just a pancake. It was like a pancake with force. Yeah, and, it had and the Trevor, syrup on it, baby. Yeah, it did. And Trevor is a gamer, and he's been, in, he's been in big matches, so he's a guy you see respond well. I, mean, I think Doty's ranked three, four. I'm not even sure. He's right up there. He's beat us once this year. That's the second time we've beat him. Uh, Trevor came out ready tonight, and Trevor's put in the work in the practice room to be match time ready. He, he prepares himself very well. Just feel like the confidence is there with your program right now at a, at a key time of the year. Absolutely, and we have to be, to be able to beat the Millard South and the top teams in this state. Grand Island's a good team. I've been on the other end of a beating like that from Grand Island. They are a good team. They have great tradition. And so we didn't come in and just beat a team. We beat a good team tonight. They're ranked in the top three, four for a reason. There's a reason they're there because they're a good team. So very proud of our guys and their performance. And finally, Ty, before we let you go here, uh, you still have wrestling to do, but this was the final event here at the uh, Old Barn. It couldn't have went out any better. You guys wrestled so well. And as you mentioned, the crowd and, uh, all the alum and the folks that uh, showed up. Uh, just your thoughts on this this final match here. Well, you know, I think this does uh, a lot of honor to the tradition here at Kearney High School. You know, Coach Bauer knows he, he started, his, his wrestling was at Kearney High School, and, you know, we've watched these bleachers over the years. We've watched the duels here over the years. You know, the things that Coach Miller and Coach McCann have done uh, to bring this program to where it is today. You know, I think this is a great way to honor the gym, the tradition, the history, all the things that, you know, we are part of with Bearcat Wrestling. Um, what an entrance tonight. You know, oh, that, it was absolutely what an fabulous. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, hats off to our, our fans. They, they really brought it tonight. All right, Ty, we'll talk a lot between now and uh, the state duels. About a month worth of wrestling left to do. Uh, congratulations on the nice win tonight. Appreciate the coverage. That's Ty Swarm, head wrestling coach of the Carney High Bearcats. We'll take a break. Be back with more of the New West Post game right after this. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. 
The Aurora Cooperative Energy Division handles a full line of premium energy products for all of your agricultural, trucking, and automotive needs. This includes bulk fuel delivery of ethanol blended gasoline, as well as Ruby Field Master Premium Diesel Fuel. Call or stop in your nearest Aurora Cooperative today to order your bulk oil, bulk fuels, and stock up on tubes of grease as you begin preparation for spring field work. For all of your farm's fuel and oil needs, the Aurora Cooperative. Growing opportunities. Even more basketball at the 9th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Deron Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games. Featuring seven area teams. Log on to heartlandhoopsclassic.com for all the matchups. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. Wrapping things up on the new bus postgame show, Doug Larry Baker and Mark Bauer with you from uh, Kearney High School. I want to say a big thank you to Athletic Director Mitchell Stein. We are back here Friday and Saturday for high school basketball. The Bearcats boys and girls are home both nights, and we will have the doubleheaders for you here on uh, ESPN. Excuse me, we'll have them on ESPN uh, 1460 and 1550. Let's quickly recap how it went tonight. Carney comes out, and Leo Paloma... Uh, Probably didn't realize it at the time, but he goes out and knocks out a state-rated wrestler in Joey Rodriguez where Grand Island says, let's go take that adrenaline out of the room and win that first match at 82. And uh, Leo wins it by a score of 5-3. to three. Then Andy Mate over uh, Joey Rodriguez. Then at 95, Andy Mason pins Eric Ortiz, 208. Then Sean Jackson pins Elmer Garay of uh, Grand Island, in 307, so three in, and Carney's up 15 to nothing. Then Grand Island gets on the board when top ranked heavyweight Gage Grinnell decisions Lee Harrington 8 to 4. Then Carney runs three in a row at 106. Salvador Aguirre, in really an entertaining match, uh, defeats Alicio Ramirez 3 to 2. Philip Mumi at 113 with the quickest pin of the night over Emerson Urbina, 33 seconds, and at 120, Jordan Bober. Of Carney, a 7-2 win over Coton Sliva, and that makes it 27-3 for the Bearcats halfway through the duel. And then uh, Skyler Schmidt battled, gave Crocker, uh, didn't pick up any bonus points, got the win 6-1 for the Islanders at 132. Then it was uh, Nick James of a Carney High pinning Zach Kuda in a time of 302. Then you go to 138, and it was Ashton Aarons of a Carney winning. 4-2 to two over Tyler Longland of Grand Island, which locked up the duel at 36-6. to six. Then Blake Cohen, probably the most dominating uh, of the wrestlers tonight for Grand Island. A 9-0 win over Parker James at 152 in the Battle of State-rated wrestlers. Trevor Bigelow with about, didn't hardly get it out of our mouths that, hey, we've seen late, late uh, first period aggression, not always points, not always a takedown. But we saw it three or four times tonight, and Bigelow took Doty to his back to go up 5 nothing and won 7-1. One, one. At 160, Tim Reese of Grand Island, a 9-2 winner over Trey Gruby of Kearney. And at 170, Tommy Kuchera uh, is totally out of gas. You could see he wanted to get over and out of the – he went over off the mat while everybody was congratulating. He couldn't even let the uh, official get his arm in the air very quick because he needed to get over and – uh, see how healthy he is right now. So he wins at 8-5 to five over uh, Darris of Grand Island, and Carney wins the duel 42-6. to 
to 13. We'll have some final thoughts from the guys right after this. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Back on the post game show again. We want to say thank you to all the sponsors, including our corporate sponsor Craig Weeches, Pioneer Seed representative. I don't know which one of you wants to answer this. I'll give it to Larry, being the Grand Island alum. Everything was great tonight for Carney. How bad was it for Grand Island, and how do you bounce back? Well, here's the thing. I think it's a couple fold. First of all, Blake Cohen came out and competed the way you wanted your Islanders to compete. You have that to pull from. You can say, look, we fell flat for whatever reason. That's how we do it. You still had something positive to pull from. He's a good coach. He knows what the heck he's doing. He's been a competitor where he's been in those spots before. He'll know the right buttons to push. And this is going to sound a little crazy. Sometimes that isn't the worst thing to have happen to you at this point. The worst thing, and I may be all wet here. I clearly don't know uh, Coach Morrison that well. But it is tough, like from a personal standpoint, I hate to lose, period, but there's nothing that hurts me more, and I'm just very honest about this, when I lose to friends, former teammates, former, like, people that I'm really close with because I feel like they got one up on me, that couldn't have been easy tonight. And on an unusual finish, Grand Island's done with their invites. They've traveled all over the Midwest. All they have left are duels. Thursday, they host Aurora. Next week, they have Hastings come in on a Tuesday night, and then they wrap up the regular season with the Omaha Scut duel at the Devaney Center. That's February the 5th. That's a Friday. They'll wrestle at 5, and then uh, Nebraska will take on Illinois. So Tough stretch. Not, you know what? Yeah, that's tough competition, but they're not going to go spend a whole day in a gym again together. I mean, it's a couple hours, and uh, the next two are at home, and then the bus ride to Lincoln. Sometimes back. it's good because you can train through some of that, though. Would you agree with that? I do. I do. You know, a lot of times, Larry – this is a wake-up call at this point in the year. And, and I have seen programs that have it has catapulted them to a whole other level by the way you work with your guys and get them to rebound. You know, that's your only hope right now as a coach. You know, Coach Morrison has to understand that, you know what, sometimes we have nights like this, but you, you want it to be maybe that spark that's going to catapult them into high gear and, and turn things around for themselves. No question. It happens like it from a personal standpoint, a team standpoint. I've, always, I've never forgot this. Gary Peterson, he was a state champion, played football at Iowa State. He was a state champion for Grand Island three, four years ahead of myself. District finals gets teched by the Welsh kid from Hastings. Walked off the mat, told Coach Froling, I won't lose again. And Froling's like, Jesus, he just got teched. Fall by this guy. Wins a state championship. Remember the Hudibra kid yep. and, and the uh, Benson kid teched him. Brock comes back, beats him in the state finals. Sometimes, Coach, you're exactly right. There's a big gong that can go off. For Carney on the other side, just two uh, 
day-long tournaments to go. They go down to Garden City for the Welton Wrestling Invite this Friday and Saturday, and then the GNAC tournament where they don't have to go halfway across the state because Hastings is hosting it this year. Uh, guys, any final comments before we uh, wrap it up? You know, if you're a wrestling fan and you tuned in tonight or you were here watching this, I tell you what, this was a gr- great action tonight. And, you know, what a way to finish things off here in, in this in this venue. Um, you know, kind of a bittersweet thing, I'm sure, for a lot of the people, a lot of the alumni that are here tonight, but a great crowd to spark the, spark on this team to, to compete and perform the way they have. You know, I want to wish both these young men, Coach Morrison, Coach Swarm, all the best the rest of the season. I know they're going to finish their, you know, they're ranked, again, second and third in the state for a reason. You know, obviously the score may not be indicative of how they can go out and compete and perform, but they'll have their guys ready when it comes state tournament time. And it may not be the final time that they duel. We could see a matchup again at the state duels at UNK. Bakes? No, I just thought it was great. Most generally, you come and you do this and you enjoy the sport and it's been your life. Tonight it was uh, uh, exciting to be a part of something. This this really was cool. As, as we said, those of us that were able to partake in this rivalry and things like that, it meant a lot. And just if you are a wrestling fan, Coach Swarm said it best and looked up and said, how about that entrance? That was wonderful. I can honestly say I've never one time gone home and listened to one of our uh, broadcasts, Doug, in the years that we've done it. I'll listen to this one. That was such a cool um, deal that, that, that without question, it was just cool to be a part of it. Well, that's going to wrap things up here from Carney High. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Mitch Stein, the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school wrestling, including Craig Weeches at Pioneer Seeds. Our next wrestling action will be the, uh, du- the uh, districts coming up on the 13th, and then we'll have three straight weeks of high school wrestling. For our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, for UNK wrestling coach Mark Bauer, and for the bake, Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda saying thanks for joining us. Again, the final score tonight in our duel Carney High able to close the gym here with a 42-13 win over Grand Island. Ten wins for Carney, four for the Islanders. We'll be back in action on Thursday. Lou Platt basketball here on Classic Hits with Wood River taking on Gibbon. We will have the Carney Catholic Guardian Angels top ten matchup from Concordia High School in Seward, and that is coming up on Thursday night on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Then on ESPN 1460 Friday and Saturday, Carney Bearcat basketball, Omaha West Side Friday, Lincoln High on Saturday. And next week, the Lou Platt and Fort Carney Conference basketball tournaments. This is Doug Duda saying you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney 42, Grand Island 13 to close down the barn here for high school wrestling. Folks, thanks for listening. We'll see you Thursday. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. 
turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com. Bye for more Classic Hits. The Tri-Cities Classic Hits 98.9 FM. KKPR. In December, we started with dozens of memberships to area YMCAs, and here we are down to the last couple. we got one YMCA senior membership for the Hastings YMCA, regularly $407, now $199. There's only one of those left. There are three adult single memberships left to the Hastings YMCA, regular $516 for $259 apiece. And there are two young adult memberships left, usually $384 each or $199 each. That's all we've got. Log on now to shopwheelerdealer.com and save on Hastings YMCA memberships. Memberships. Clear skies tonight with a low temperature of 19 degrees and west winds at 5 to 10. On Wednesday, we'll see a blend of clouds and sunshine with a high temperature of 45 degrees. Thursday, clear with a high of 48. I'm weather eye meteorologist Ray Miller. Right now, it's 30. More hits on the way. Classic hits 98.9. Pop, soul, and rock and roll. If you don't feel really great right now, I mean fantastic, it's because you need a really good night's sleep. A worn-out mattress will keep you from getting really good sleep. There's nothing more evil than a worn-out mattress. And have you ever tried to move one? They're heavy and floppy, and there's just no good way to grab a hold of them. And when you finally wrestled that beast outside, where do you take it? This is Michael Bruce with Bruce Furniture, Carney, Hastings, Holdridge, and Alliance. We're going to deliver your new mattress. No extra charge. And we're going to set it up for you, too. And guess what else? 